Hi, my name is Chris Vieira. I'm the team manager for DE Racing, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Mark Pavitas, and I'm listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, I'm Gary from Snow's Designs, and you listen to the MBM Podcast. Hi, I'm Eric Jensen, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Drake, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. This is Tim Tunnerman from Team Associated, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. This is Edwin Hartman, a.k.a. Dutch Oven Designs, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. And I'm Ryan Lutz, um, here with the MBM Podcast. I'm Jason Snyder, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, this is Frank Rue from TLR, and you are listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Dakota Fend, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Brandon Rohde from LiveRC.com, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Randy Pike, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. You're listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Ty Tessin. Another episode of MBM Podcast. How's it going, Mike? Not bad, you. Straight out of work. Straight out of Compton. Yeah, I know. That's kind of where I was going (laughs) with that. (laughs) You want to know what's funny is there's been lots of uh, movie trailers for that movie. Yeah. So I've been, I've been, uh, yeah, it's been stuck in my head (laughs) all day at work. I just kept singing that. And then I will go on to the part about Ice Cube that I can't repeat that on the air here, but yeah, (laughs) it's going to be a good movie when it comes out. Uh, It's out today, actually. Today's Friday, I think. Snap, eh? Yep, yep, Mm. yep. I want to check it out. Actually, we seen a preview for it there last night, the wife and I, and it was like, I want to go see that. My wife's like, I'd go see it. So, oh, it's going to be awesome. Which means we'll probably wait till it comes out on DVD to see it. (laughs) Nice. So we're back only a week after doing our last podcast, and of course... Uh, Seven days. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. I kind of... I waited till Tuesday to release the last one. I probably could have put it out on Monday, but I just... I find the weekends, because everybody's busy racing and stuff like that, you kind of might miss a lot of people, and it gets buried. Mm-hmm. So I held on to it. At least that's what I'm going with, anyway. That's all good. Give so everybody some content to listen to, and... What, what did you get the other day, Mike? Oh, that TLR. Yeah. How was that? What is it? An SCT 22.2? Yeah, and uh, 22 SCTE 2.0 or something like ah, that? I, that's the only thing. I don't know. It's a TLR short course track, yeah. the 2.0 version. Exactly. <laughs> and, man, <laughs> that thing drives night. I, yeah. Watch out, Jim. I'm coming for you. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was because uh, you <laughs> let me even wheel it around the parking lot there, and I just kind of shook my head and went, that's just not right. No, no. It's the setup from our good friend Joel. Yeah. That's all it is. I don't let anybody look underneath the hood of that thing. Because I'll tell you, if they get that set up and they know about it, it'll be, oh. So I guess I shouldn't say it's one of Mayfield's setups. Oh, why'd you do that? Oops. Nah, who cares? I don't care. I'm just joking. <laughs> I always share my information. think that's uh, the best way to be in this hobby. Absolutely. What? what you're not doing any justice if you're keeping secrets. No, hoarding is just a, a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, that's definite. So tonight we're going to be talking to the folks over at DE Racing. 
Uh, of course, Mike and I are, uh, and even our buddy Jim are huge fans of DE Racing. That's all we have. They're all they're all I've ever ran. The only reason why my chain links aren't on DE Racing rims is because they just didn't have the, um, the Evo style rim when I bought my chain links. Of course, they came out a week after I had my chain links in hand and already glued up. Ah, we'll take care of that. But oh, you know what I seen on Facebook the other day? Don't unglue your chain links using acetone. How come? Apparently, it's something about the clay compound just does not get along with them. Mm. Poor guy, seeing them, they kind of all were warped and distorted. It just messes with the I guess so whatever the rubber compound is. So pretty much everybody was saying, put them in your oven at 300 for like a few minutes. <laughs> Bake your tires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of people do it, actually. Take them off. But like just a... be forewarned, you're probably going to piss off your significant <laughs> other because it stinks, apparently. I haven't tried it yet, so I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Nice. To be honest. So we're going to talk to those guys. We're also going to have Snow's Designs on. Yes, we are. We'll be talking to... Yeah, what is his name here? I don't know. You figured that one out earlier oh, today. Gary. Gary. Awesome. So we're looking forward to that. Might have a little something extra to talk about when we have them on. So yeah, you guys be interesting. want to stay tuned to that. I'm trying to think of what else. The Nats are done? Nats are done. Associated, well, I shouldn't say associated. Cavalieri with the the four. Uh, <laughs> a sweep. A sweep. Yeah. yeah that was, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah course it says a lot for it's the been stuff a really busy like. really bit, been a crazy busy week i haven't even really looked at live rc and what the news and everything really has been <laughs> <laughs> while we t- while we talk to de racing i'm gonna multitask and browse that and so what he's gonna say is he's not gonna listen hopefully i throw something at him so he remembers to listen oh no i can multitask <laughs> <laughs> so of course uh, oh and i want to take a second before we even get into things thanks to live rc uh we obviously on our last uh episode there talked to brandon roadie uh, and they were awesome and uh, posted it on their website as well for us. So yeah, we we really appreciate that a lot. So what was the uh, what was the one thing I saw? I saw saw them wanting somebody posting about getting rid of a class. It was from Live RC. Oh, were, I think it was one of Aaron's. Um, what, what what was that whole thing about? And everybody was like, "What?" I think might have been. Was it one of his talk it up Tuesdays that a certain class is just. It's be just gone. yeah, it just kind of got ridiculous. I I'll have to find it here. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I remember seeing it. I just don't remember what it was about. I don't. I don't. Oh, look at this! Friday, July seventeenth. We missed this one. What was that? RC eight B three E brushless powered eight scale buggy on the way, with a question mark. Oh yeah, they're that's. I'm sure they're working on that. I'm hopeful that it's uh, a much different. Like it's actually purposely built electric. Buggy. Yeah, not a conversion. Yeah, not just the nitro with a few different little things. I, to me, as long as it's taking for the electric version to come means that it is going to be different. I'm hoping anyway. I don't know. I don't know much about that kind of stuff. I, I get the concept of having a a purpose-built electric platform over a nitro platform and not just, uh, you know what I mean, slapping on a conversion kit onto a nitro chassis and calling it an electric. Because to me, well, look at, look at my two techno buggies you look at the electric and you look at the nitro and they're two completely different layouts like the one uh the one drive shaft that goes from the the center diff to the rear is literally i think like an inch and a half long (laughs) so yeah so they were talking about dropping truck classes from eight scale off-road national races oh so the truggy they combine nitro and electric eight scale buggy into one event oh that would kind of be crappy well I mean, look at look at in our own racing scene here. Well, you get these all these classes, and then everybody's racing seventeen classes in one day. They show up at 
eight o'clock and want to be at home by noon. And it's like, well, guys, you just, well, that's not the way it works. But (laughs) to me, I wouldn't want to see if there isn't enough there to support just, you know, a single like nitro class or a single electric class. Then I get them mixing them. Like I know uh, MSCS does that a lot, you know, when they don't have enough. Um, But for me, the problem is then you can't go for a really long main because the guys with electrics can't go that long. And I don't think they're going to do a battery swap to keep going longer. And the nitro no. guys, well, we've seen them. They go hour long mains sometimes in some races, which is awesome because all they got to do is stop in for fuel and go. Right. Yep. So I, I wouldn't want to see that at a national level happen. Cause I think that would really, that would to me really kill nitro because then who's really going to want to spend that kind of money on to have a, a nitro race rig when they can race their electric rig in that class. Right. Yep. And then no, you exactly. got, you got the guys that race both electric buggy and nitro buggy. Now they've got to pick one or the other. Right? So no, exactly. I don't know. Here we go again with our... Uh, it's a lose-lose situation. With our opinions of things. I think if it actually is, I think Randy Pike is following our podcast now on Podbean. Pretty cool, Randy. Yeah. So if you're listening... Hi, hi. Randy. <laughs> we'll be looking forward to hopefully having you on in September. Yeah. Around the 8th. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't it the 9th? 08, 9, wasn't it? No, it would be September 8th. 9th month, 8th day. Oh, yes. You're right. <laughs> Because we're already past August 8th <laughs> or 9th. No, no, I meant September 8th oh. instead of September 9th. You'll be all right. Or vice versa. You'll be all right. Yeah, buddy. So I guess uh, we'll take a quick little break. Yeah. Unless you got anything else. No, not really. Okay. So we'll take a little break and then we'll come back with Chris from DE Racing. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a custom t-shirt, hoodie, pit mat, or even custom vinyl for your house or home? Look no further than Dutch Oven Designs. They take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible. All this while offering their products at a reasonable cost. Dutch Oven Designs. Quality is just a standard for them. Okay, we're back from our little break. We've got on the line with us Chris Vieira from DE Racing. How's it going, Chris? Fantastic. How are you guys doing today? Oh, oh, I can't complain. It's Friday. I'm home from work. Early, too. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I didn't you, have to work until like 5 o'clock today. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. And you even were up late last night. I know. Tell me about it. I I, uh. I was breaking all the rules yesterday. <laughs> Prepping cars for the racing this weekend or what? Yeah, right. Worse. <laughs> we're kind of doing nothing. That's the worst part of it. Actually, we're kind of in a unique position where we are. We are, for the most part, four to five hours away from any real track oh, uh, during the summer months anyway. During the winter months, we're part of a local RC club that has a carpet set up. Um, and we're fairly involved with that as far as setting everything up. Well, Mike actually is now the president of the SuRC Car Club. Yeah, minus the part where we have a location. Yeah, we're working know. on that. So we'll figure that out. The, the summer, we spend more time just messing around in parking lots. Like next year, I'm really hoping to to either take Mike's dad up on using a chunk of his property to build a track for us. Yeah, my parents have four acres of nicely groomed property. Yeah. And uh, awesome. I, I think, uh, you know, wooden jumps, it's all clay. We'll just put like car, you know whatever kind of carpet down just kind of like the traction. psycho nitro blast yeah. builder jumps out of carpet clay. Let me know. We'll come on board. We'll send you guys some banners, some products, and stuff. So. Nice. Well, hey, you can still send us banners because I do have a studio where I love hanging banners. You got it. I got room. Done deal. You got it. Sweet. 
So I guess we should concentrate more on Chris, Matt, than us. Uh, no, I was actually <laughs> we're, we're, done with the interview. I got my free stuff. I'm good. We're out. <laughs> so, Chris, how's things uh, down where you are? Where, where are you located? Uh, DE Racing is located in San Marcos, California, which is about an hour north of San Diego. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful weather. Very nice weather every day. Beautiful uh, beaches. Lots of beautiful beaches. That means there's beautiful women there, too, then. Um, according to my wife, there's no beautiful women at the beach. Well, it's only her, right? <laughs> only her. Only her. <laughs> we all know how that is. <laughs> what are you talking about, honey? I don't see that chick over there with That's that right. tea back. So, Chris, give us, uh, I guess give us kind of the lowdown, uh, you know, for those that don't know who DE Racing is, what you guys do, where you started, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, um, DE Racing itself was established in 2007 by de himself which is dave enstrom that's the de um he saw a need for some uh skid plates to kind of protect the chassis and, and get a little bit better wear out of the chassis right and uh being how his family business is is injection molding and and plastics and stuff like that they decided to uh try the market and uh, come out with a, a skid plate and their first skid plate they came out with was for the uh, mugen mbx5 and uh when they came out with that product, they thought, you know, this is this is pretty good. You know, uh, we're pretty happy with this one product. And uh, they kind of stayed on that product for a while. And then they eventually evolved into the, the Kyosho lines and, and stuff like that. And then uh, now we have over 500 part numbers with anything from uh, zip sticks all the way up to, to wheels, to chassis braces, um, the, the nitro engine stops it, stuff like that. And a lot more stuff coming out, so... Yeah, and you guys even uh, are into setup stations and whatnot as well, right? Yes, that was a new release for us just last year, our, our DE Racing setup sta- station. Um, it, it's super awesome, super lightweight, easy to carry around, and I've been, it's like my uh, my uh, my buddy. I take it with me every race I go to, and I set up my table, and I make a lot of new friends with the setup station, showing them <laughs> how it works, and then the next thing you know, they say, hey, I got it, and uh just goes from there, but it's been a, it's been a big success for us. Awesome. So what's what's some of the challenges in designing some of these products for the RC world? Like, and and I mean, me and Matt, we more are into the uh, your rims, yeah. You know more than anything, you know. So that's all we're kind of really familiar with at this moment. Um, but you know, like, just what are like, especially with the rims? You know, everybody's trying to get things lighter and faster and stronger and that. And the biggest thing with designing a wheel is that you don't want to make something that somebody already has. Right. Because you know, then you're just buying the same thing over and over. With DE Racing, we try to come out with stuff that's innovative and and, and saves the racer money. Like uh, our newest short course wheel, the, the uh, Speedline Plus, it has the uh, the Sherlock foam retention system inside the wheel. It kind of grabs on the foam and keeps the foam from wiggling around, which aids in handling much more than you think. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times you go with the car into the corner and the car will wiggle, and it seems like it's very inconsistent. And a lot of people have started gluing the foams to the wheels. Well, that doesn't really save you any money when you have to cut the foams out of the wheels to use them for your next set of tires. <laughs> With the foam retention system, it locks itself in, no glue required, and you can use the foam for, for many more uses. Awesome. Um, so you try to you know incorporate that. With those ribs inside the wheel, it also makes the wheel stronger from the inside. So you don't have to have as many ribs on the inside of the backside of the wheel. And that will allow in clearance for for different vehicles as well right so right. when designing a wheel you know you say okay this is what we're going to come out with um then we take it to the track and test it of course and if it doesn't show any positive results then it gets scrapped but like with the 
the new Speedline Plus series. It's been, you know, hit, hit, hit everywhere it goes. It's it's worked well from eight scale to ten scale. The whole range that we have with our Speedline Plus has just been fantastic. So, awesome. And yes. what what what's your thoughts? Because I just saw a release. I don't remember who it was from, but this uh, was it. Foamless tires now. Oh yeah, that's coming to the market. What's what's that's, your have you, have you seen that? I haven't really seen it, but I know it was it was tried before. And remember. the problem is, like, uh, with an off-road tire, when you come off of a jump, and say, you know, you're a little punched coming off a jump and you flatland with a, a foamless tire as, as like, a, like a bouncing ball, so to say, when it hits the ground, it kind of upsets the car a lot more than if you have that foam inside the tire. Right. I think it was Proline. I'm trying to just Google here quickly who it was. Um, I want to say, I think it was, I think it was, why am I thinking AKA? Yeah, I don't know. We'll, have to, we'll look that up as we talk here. But yeah, no, I <laughs> uh, beauty beauty of computers at your fingertips, right? Yes. So obviously, uh, you're into RC racing as well. How yes, sir. Uh, how long have you been doing that? So originally, I I, I started racing go karts when I was 14 years old, and the year that I got my go kart, the next year, my father got me a a Tamiya, a Tamiya Super Champ. Okay. Way back in like 1986, and I loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Well, my dad was like, hey, I bought you this go-kart. Let's go travel the country, you know, racing go-karts. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like the best of both worlds. I had, you know, a father that wanted to take me across the country, which I'm very fortunate with, and, and go race go-karts. Mm-hmm. And then the same time, he had got me this awesome Tamiya Super Champ. And, you know, back then, of course, I wanted to take it off the biggest jumps I could find <laughs> and, you know, have as much fun as I could, you know, at the go-kart track, showing my buddies how cool this thing was. And, of course, they got into it. Well, then... I, I went to a, a local on-road paved oval, and I was hooked. I had to have a, a paved oval car. It was indoors. I'm like, this is awesome. High bank. The cars were fast. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. So I got into racing paved oval cars and did that for a while and then kind of got out and then got back in. And then when I got back in, I got into Nitro 8 scale and did that for a while. And that's where I met up with Dave, and we started racing together and uh, – you know, that leads us up to now. I've, I've done, I pretty much raced anything you could think of, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of weird stuff. We've, uh, raced some on-road endurance races. We've, uh, raced dirt oval, all kinds of fun stuff. Whenever there's something cool comes up, let's go, you know? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> do you have a go-to yeah. brand like that you're loyal to, or do you just kind of whatever you get your hands on? Of course I'm loyal to DE racing. No, no, no. But I meant, uh, car wise. <laughs> car wise um i have the gamut right now at the house uh i got anything from techno celosis to associated um the new durango four-wheel short course truck that i just got from uh the team durango guys mm-hmm. i, I uh, ran that at camarillo for the golden state outdoor championships and uh you know i'm, I'm pretty much up to wheel anything but like if i have a car that i want to go drive it would probably be a low c car a tlr car right so, on yeah. I, I just picked my first TLR up uh, this uh, past weekend. Congratulations. So we'll see. It's got a really good setup <laughs> on it from one of the local guys here that uh, he's really good, and it's got his setup. Well, he said he copied the setup. He, he's really going to like it until I end up with an SC5M and whip him through a couple <laughs> of races and go, okay, I got to get into you. So we'll see. That's a, that's a heated debate between the uh, 2.0 Losi truck and the SC5. Even the first version Losi truck is very well. So... You know, we have the new SC5 at the shop as well, and I, I'm, I'm the diehard Losi guy, and uh, all the guys that I work with are uh, 
associated guys so you know i kind of walked through the office hey you know you guys are ready to get smoked and all that stuff <laughs> oh, I, but uh, that's, we'll all, see. that's <laughs> all that happens around here yeah <laughs> you, you you'd think there was money on the line some days oh yeah oh yeah and like you know we get out and we'll run laps together and it's always a competition you know like you see what that losey just did right there <laughs> oh yeah oh constantly <laughs> We're always doing that. You're like, oh, did you see that? You know, you end up up on two wheels doing some crazy thing that you could never do again. And because it's an associated, you just, you know, you got to say, oh, you'd never do that with a TLR. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when it doesn't really matter what it was, it was just pure luck that the thing didn't cartwheel all over the place. Exactly. The ribbing continues regardless of what yeah. it is, you know. So it, it's. It's a good time, especially when you get into the the two two four and the B four four three conversations. Like, listen, you just keep that two two four in one piece, <laughs> yes. and we'll see if you finish the race. Exactly, yeah, it, it never exactly. Ends. I mean, it, pretty much any of the four wheel cars since the beginning have been very brittle. So, you know what? You know, yeah. See, I'm gonna knock on wood right now and say my four four three's been great yeah, since I well. put RPM arms on the front of it. Oh, man, yes. Other than the occasional ball cup that pops off, I actually haven't destroyed Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I completely exploded a front shock tower. I don't know how that happened, but. Wow. Yeah, it was. Congratulations. It was, yeah, it was entertaining <laughs> to say the least, especially with where it broke. When I talked to a few people, they're like, it shouldn't have broke there. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to me. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Happened. Well, we'll attribute it to the Mike and Matt effect. That's what we call it. When yeah. Things go wrong and we're together because it, it, it's inevitable. When we're in the yeah. same area as each other, things will just start falling apart. Wow. So, oh, yeah. It's, well, it's a good either time. they fall apart each other's karma with you. <laughs> or something that should only take like a half hour takes three. Yeah. That, that's, Is there beer involved in this hour thing? No, that's the worst part. Half the time we're stone sober. sober. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'm the one who breaks out the beer before Mike even thinks about it. <laughs> should we should we briefly touch on the shot? Remember that time we were trying to run that cable through the house? Oh, at my old place? Yeah, what happened? The bit broke in the wall? The bit broke in the wall, and then we had to use a bit that wasn't designed for what it was. And Linda was saying the outside of the house, I think we had like a inch and a half diameter size hole that tapered down into like a quarter inch <laughs> to hole. Get, to, get a, to get a coax cable through yeah. from the outside. Because yeah, we just didn't want to... We didn't want to cut the end off and have to put a new end on yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad. It was just <laughs> one of those moments. That's awesome. Yeah. But you know what? We had fun. True. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, anyways. True. Very, very true. That is the most important part is if whatever you're doing, have fun doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matt, you got any questions? I'm kind of doing well, the... Well, for me, and you you know it, you've been around me the whole time I've raced, and I started racing a year before you did. And I can't. I, I want to say it was Jim turned me on to D racing rims yes. when I had to buy my first set of tires. And... I don't know what it is about the rims. I, I'm going to assume it's probably the fact that I've probably put the same set of rims in acetone 12 to 15 times and I've never had a problem with them as to why I like them so much. But I just I find they're better rims. Like I've ordered pre-mounts back in the day when I first started racing too. And, you know, they get warped easily or stuff like that. I've never had these problems. And for me, this is kind of a really cool interview because I really do use this product and enjoy it a lot. So now to get to talk to somebody who's responsible for having these products it's just kind of like this is this is yeah that's cool well without you guys we're nothing so we you know like i tell everybody you know you don't go to goodyear to buy wheels you go to goodyear to buy tires yeah when you want wheels you go to an aftermarket wheel company you know for your car Mm -hmm. so that's our specialty we make wheels we're we try to make the best product for our customers that we can you know regardless of 
you know, if we come out with something and it doesn't work, we'll make it better. You know, like with our, our uh, short course Borrego wheel, the simulated B-lock with the mud plug, um, we're probably on our third or fourth revision on that wheel just because of certain issues that people had. We wanted to make it the final product perfect for the customer. And it's a continuing evolution of all our products, you know. So you guys, you guys have a, a bunch of uh, like uh, beta testers or product testers that you guys have, or you just do it all in-house? A big team of one or two, myself and maybe one other guy. <laughs> we uh, we get out and, uh, you know, if, like if I go to the races, most of the time my stuff is mounted up, so you would never know. And I say, hey, you know, try these tires out for me. Mm. Well, it'll be on a set of wheels that have something different inside or it's a different different ribbing or different thickness, you know, and stuff like that. So mm, Okay. And just ask for the feedback. And then, you know, like sometimes people have different condi- conditions that they race in that we don't have available to us locally. So we'll send stuff out. Maybe like, you know, these guys in Canada that are racing in the frozen tundra might get some wheels up there to see if we can get some testing done. Send them know? on up. <laughs> We're down. Sounds good. Actually, I'm looking at it. Funny you mentioned testing. I'm looking at a, a 13.5 uh, short stack motor from a from a new company. Oh, yeah? That he asked me to try out. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's going to go on my B5M. Nice. Yeah, this whole thing of testing for me, this is kind of cool. I'm actually going to have to pay attention to to differences. <laughs> yes. Yes, and it could be a little difference, you know. But you, know, you, you, you notice it, a difference. Here's a question for you, Chris. Okay. And now that we're talking about conditions and testing and that. So we race in a... Uh, gymnasium. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, see? Yeah, Matt knows where I'm going here. Yes, I do. And <laughs> let's just say sometimes the temperature is frozen tundra, frozen tundra cold, <laughs> where you almost needed to wear your winter jacket. And then, you know, other times it's so hot that you wish you could strip down to your underwear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I now, think they fixed the heat at the last race <laughs> yeah, and the no heat kidding. was still on because it was like, okay, we don't need heat now and we're dying. <laughs> and clearly... We've experienced, uh, I mean, obviously, the temperature does affect the handling of these cars. Yes, it does. Now, would, it, would you contribute that more to a, the rubber or the rim or a combination of both? It's a combination of a bunch of different things. For one, you know, shocks, viscosity changes when the, when the temperature changes. Right. Uh, that's a big thing. And then as far as getting wheel deflection, you know, stuff gets firmer once it gets colder. I was going to say, like, so, the plastic of the rim would have, like, there's obviously always going to be some flex, right? Yes. But the colder it gets, the stiffer that thing's going to get, and there's going to be less less movement in it. Yes. When you get down to the temperatures like you guys see, you're going to experience a little bit stiffer wheel when the temperature drops. Right. Now, yeah. we've seen, or, you know, kind of talked about, like, these tire warmers that you see out there. <laughs> you know, is that really, mm-hmm. like, is that, like, like we laugh at it because we're kind of like, are you crazy? You're going to warm up your tires before you put it on the track? Is mm-hmm. that something you've seen before that is that that works, or is it kind of just a, uh, you know, I got too much money and I'm going to buy a tire warmer? We've dabbled with it in on-road. I think a lot of people have, and it's usually only good for, like, the first three or four corners, and then the tire settles back down to temp, and uh, you're back to where you started. So yeah, so it just gives it, you a small advantage at the beginning. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Hmm. And I'm sure friction, you know, a little bit of friction will, will come in and give you a little bit of heat, but depending on what it is, eh? It's just yes. we raced here, and then we raced down in St. Ignace, which is 45 minutes away. And the, uh-huh. the, the, the difference, and it's both on carpet, very similar stuff. Yeah. But the traction differences were, like, night and day. Like, we were like, is there, like, is the carpet got too much SXT on it? Is there more, you know, old tire rubber stuck in the carpet, uh, you know, at the one place versus the other? Because we were always kind of chasing the setup mm-hmm. every two weeks, you know? 
And yes. uh, it just it was frustrating, I guess, is, is we, what it we was. We thought for a while there, because we ran op- like an opposed direction on one race. Yes. We thought that that had something to do with it. But then it was like, mm-hmm. man, there's there's no way because like it just it wouldn't make any sense just for one race to be ran the opposite direction. And now all of a sudden the grips completely ground under the carpet. But what did change between those two races was the temperature. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you guys run on slicks? No. Um, a lot of guys run J concept. Um, what the hell is the name of them now? Like barcodes or bro codes? Yeah, barcodes. barcodes. Um, okay. I, I've always been an AKA guy. I kind of fell under the spell of J Concepts at the beginning of mm-hmm. last race season, and they were great tires for the first two races. And then as soon as they get a little bit of wear in them, I found that they just they went away, and I didn't like that. And I don't have that so problem you, with my AKAs. So now you're on a typo. Uh, I, well, I was running typos, but now I run chain links and clay compound because they just they I don't know what it is with those <laughs> tires. They seem to get more grip every run. Yeah, as <laughs> as they wear, they get grippier. It's a, it's a, it's unbelievable. And you guys don't sauce, it's just a... Oh, lots no, of yeah, well, well, some guys do, some guys don't. I find that some guys sauce so much that I don't need it because I'm going to pick it up <laughs> off the carpet anyway. Yeah, we we didn't, we, we both vowed to each other we weren't saucing our tires. The, yeah, until we chain really needed until to. Until we needed to, and yeah. basically, like you said, we found as time went on, it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, why am I traction rolling my friggin' two-wheel drive yeah. buggy? <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> this does not yes. happen normally. Yes, yeah, that's... Uh, I would maybe try looking in and getting some slicks on those cars. Well, and you know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because we know of another racer that raced with us that tried the Proline Primes when they first came out last year. Yes. And he had he said they were like awesome sauce on the carpet. And I've kind of now, now that AKA's got a set of slicks out there, I've been contemplating ordering a set. But also uh-huh. we've, we've also started running foam tires uh, made by a friend of ours. Um, oh, man. And, and those are just. <laughs> I heard the old man. What was that oh. all about? <laughs> that's that's good but then you guys start worrying about rollouts guys are going to start chewing tires and oh man oh man oh man yeah yeah I, we haven't worried about that <laughs> no i'm just gonna keep running them <laughs> we just put them on and who cares slap them on and it was funny because rick came up to race with us at one of the races and he's he's measuring my tires and stuff like that because he knows what size he made them to yeah and i'm going <laughs> like i'm just kind of watching what he's doing to to, to observe because i know he's probably got a method to his madness and he's like, oh you had yep. uh Blah, 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 millimeters aware so far. That's not too bad. I'm going, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, they're yes. even running them on uh, on the asphalt now, the foam tires. Yeah, he's been making more and more of them for some guys trying speed runs and stuff like that. I've kind of been contemplating maybe taking a set of mine out. but And I think he's using DE Racing rims, isn't he? Yeah, he pretty much, if you, uh, if, I'm thinking that's what he standardly goes with, or, mm-hmm. or he orders the... Uh, We'll have like to send you a link, Chris, to his, his page there yeah. so you can check yeah. out what he's doing. Definitely. I'd like to check that out. Yeah, it's actually get... really, really cool stuff. We had him oh, yeah. uh, on one of the podcasts there a while ago. Yeah. Gone Banana Racing Skins is his uh, his thing. Yeah. Gone Banana Racing Skins. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. Yeah, foam tires. Man, that's awesome. I know we uh, tried them on the oval stuff a while back, indoor stuff. And uh, even outdoors, guys, I've seen lately show up with foams on their, their – uh, Short course modifieds and uh, for on clay, yes, yeah. Holy. I've seen a few guys run them, and it's just it's one of those mm, that's different. So are yes. you, are you guys kind of uh, always at the drawing board, Chris? You know, trying to figure out what yes. something new you can come out with. Yes, you have to be, you know, because if you don't think about it, somebody else will. So because we know, always, always at the races, watching what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, seeing what people are doing or 
what could be used in certain situations that make racers race days a little bit easier. Right. And that's what we're all about. So yeah, because you know. me and you always say that to each other, eh, Matt? Oh, I wish I had this. The yeah. problem is thinking of that right now, what it is that we wish we had. Oh, I know. I can't even think it, about it, it. it. It's always at the most inconvenient time at about 1130 at night. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The or, day before race, race day where you don't have enough time to get on the internet and order it or, or try and find <laughs> it locally. Yes. And then you're scrounging from all your friends. Hey, does anybody have one of these? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, nobody exactly. ever has one. It never works yes. out that well. Oh, it seems like we have a, you know, I... I most places you find everybody kind of runs the same brand. What I find up here is everybody's got a, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, and it's just huh. like, I don't know, it's just, just craziness. Oh, man. I'm yeah. wondering, have you guys had a lot of, uh, like, since since 17.5 stock buggy has gotten so popular and everybody's trying to cut weight everywhere, have you guys had people reaching out asking you guys if you're thinking of making, like, a a, a wheel specific to... Uh, like stock buggies that are a little lighter and it's kind of funny like the uh, 2.4 wheel has kind of developed from stock you know that came around and the guys were using it to get rollout as well with their cars and then you had to have one so then of course we made one and then uh our wheel our 2.4 wheel after testing was the lightest wheel on the market and without compromising a, a wheel that cracks and flexes and breaks i think it's pretty good where it's at but I know what you mean about these guys trying to get their cars really low, low weight for stock racing. You know, it's uh, it's getting pretty extreme. Oh wow! And then they add brass weights on them to get them to handle how they want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that guy, eh, Matt from uh, CDs there with a the cheese grater uh, oh, chassis. The, yeah, the B5M where he oh, drilled holes, and he actually took apart. Uh, I think it was a set of saddles. I want to say it was a set of saddles. He actually took them apart, and like you know, most most lipo batteries have. You know, sometimes anywhere between two and four cells that create one cell. He actually yes. went in and removed cells. So he still had like a 3.7 volt cell in there, but he actually took part of the, the capacity away to save weight. And it's just one of those ones like, okay, man, like seriously, dude. Like, so is he married or no? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with uh, option number two. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh... That's extreme. If you want to go that fast with a stock car, why don't you just race mod, you know? Well, uh... and that's, see, and this is where kind of, you know, I've had a few guys reach, uh, like, say, you know, they'd like to see our buggy class up here. Because we run uh, our stock, we consider Um, Uh 13.5 blinky, or you can run 17.5 open. And uh, one of the racers, (laughs) well, that's it. One of the racers said, you should just make it 17.5 like everywhere else. And I said, well, I said, my problem is, is this. Um, for somebody like me who doesn't want to be concerned with having to reduce weight or look at this or look at that and buy this motor and buy that ESC so that way I'm getting the best out of my stuff, I just it turns into me, okay, who's got the biggest, fattest wallet that can afford the best gear? Yes, you're racing your wallets around the track. And and I don't like that idea. I kind of – I like it at 13.5 because – you know, if the guy's got money and he races in 17.5 to begin with, well, he can now turn up his ESC and he's probably going to whip everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I, I just, I like leaving all my stuff in blinky. Even my 443 has got a six and a half turn in it and the ESC is blinky. I've never touched timing on my ESC nice. ever. Yes. Yes. It gets a little bit more longevity out of the, the motors and the batteries. You know, these guys are charging at 40 amps, sometimes mm-hmm. more. You know, that that's like uh, six runs per battery and then they're done. So. Yeah, I've learned that. <laughs> I learned that. Don't do it, folks. I don't get why all my batteries are garbage. Also, don't do not. Uh, okay, so let's just talk about lipo batteries for two seconds here. Do not charge them 
at ridiculous amperages. And when they say do not charge it past 4.2 volts, don't <laughs> do it. I was doing yeah. mine to 4.23 just to get that little bit of act, like playing with it. Like we weren't racing. I was doing it in the boat yeah. to get a little bit more. Don't do it. That's all I'm going to say is don't do it. I've ruined packs, and it sucks. You still have that one battery, that kind of accordion, oh, didn't you? I can, no, I took that one apart. Oh, okay. But I can send you <laughs> packs that have puffed. I don't understand how the clips on the plastic have not let go. Like They're literally <laughs> almost 50% fatter than they are supposed to be. Well, the scary thing is, you know, you go to a, like down here, you go to a club race or a, even like a, a traveling series race like JBRL or, or the top notch series. And mm-hmm. you're pitted across from a guy that's charging at these ridiculous charge rates. So what happens when that battery goes off in, <laughs> indoor? Been know, there, like, been there. <laughs> you grab a pair of uh, needle nose pliers and you run for the closest door. I ain't yes. grabbing nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's so true. And, and, you know, that's a whole side of this industry where. You know, when there's not an understanding of what you're using and, and how dangerous it could be. You know, it's different oh, when yeah. you when you know, right? When you're like, hey, listen, I'm I'm pushing the limits here. I need to be ready uh-huh. for something to go wrong versus the guy that has no idea what he's doing. A <laughs> lot of guys, you know, they set it and they forget it. They walk away and go yeah. watch racing and they come back and, you know, they hear a <laughs> pop and they run back. Oh, no, what is it? And then they see, oh, my table's gone up in flames. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... I mean that's that's a scary issue that and what people are putting on tires you know that that's pretty harmful stuff you know that needs to be kind of addressed and like, uh, maybe toned down a little bit. Well, so. WD forty. Well, no, that's one we've seen a some lot. Some of, of them. Well, yeah, but no, some of them like some of the tire compounds like I think it's sticky licks or kicks or whatever it is. It's actually like in a pump, like an aerosol pump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like we use SXT, which is just on like a uh, a thing, but still like some days you walk by somebody's pit table and you go. There's about a half a bottle on that table. I should uh, go get. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever taken a good whiff of SXT? Yeah, no. Holy <laughs> man, it puts you on another planet. Yeah, I try yes. not to. It's not good. So Very Chris, caustic. oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, toxic. Yes. Well, and it's kind of funny you mentioned. You know, you hear a pop and and things go up. Look at what happened at Cyclo Nitro Blast this last year. A, a guy almost lost his whole trailer. And the worst part was he had a gallon of nitro right there, and a lot of people said the fire probably wouldn't have been so bad if the nitro wasn't right there. And we know yes. what nitro, how nitro burns, Mike. We've used it to keep us warm in my garage when it's been chilly out. In the, in the cold yes. Canada tundra, as yeah. Chris would say. <laughs> it's kept us from the frostbite. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy what we just have in our RC room or on your, on your workbench. You know, you look, you have charged lipos, you know, have all these chemicals all within a pro- close proximity. And like you said, once it goes. Well, oh, that's man. it, right? Yeah. Look at the, think about the, the cow RC chemicals, the moo clean and the moose. Oh, yeah. Like, Do you want to hear my story about that? Okay, so I'm here, <laughs> my, here my genius, and I'm cleaning out the center diff out of my 443 because I want to change the, the fluid in it. And using and I, kerosene. No, I've been using, I was using the, the, the moo clean, which is, it's flammable. And uh, so I get it all cleaned out, and I have a couple of the rags that are soaked in it just to my left. And then I get this ingenious idea because I'm trying to put million weight silicone. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I'll just get my lighter out. I'll warm it up and it'll flow better. Yeah, well, I was close enough to those things. I literally sat there and I looked at it burning and went, "Um, this is a problem. I got to do something here. So kind of calmly looking around for something to smother the fire with. And then I'm looking at the flames getting bigger. I'm going, oh, I better get this put out or I'm going to be in some big trouble here. No kidding. You ever yeah, use any any of the the CowRC products, Chris? Um, no, but I know a, a bunch of guys around here that do use them. Uh, I've actually met Heath at a race that I was at just here last year. He's a super nice guy, for sure. Uh, 
great products from what I've seen. So oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, check uh, it out, man. He's doing good stuff. So yeah, we uh, we're lo- not I wouldn't say loyal, but uh, we like it. We kind of we didn't even really know about it. We just stumbled upon it, and I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, and we haven't looked back on that because it works well. You guys don't sell products like that, though, do you? No, no, sir, no, yeah. sir. Um, yeah, that that cleaning stuff. It's a uh, everybody's gamble. Everybody's got their stuff they use, and yeah, and, and that's that's a whole other market. Well, so. and I'm sure there's this liability that comes when you start getting into the chemical world, right? So, well, you know, and then trying to ship stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Very, very, Look very at batteries. Look how hard it is getting batteries sometimes. Yeah, yeah. true. And then as soon as you say Canadian border, everybody shakes in their boots because then you got customs involved. Uh, it's just crazy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, wow. So, Chris, back to the, the talking about, you know, always working on things. Do you got uh, anything that uh, is in the works that uh, you can tell us about? Um, right now, um, since we do dabble in, in so many different types of bracing, I know that we are working on a oval-specific wheel right now that I don't know one's ever really catered for. So we have a wheel that... I'll de- be uh, debuting at West Coast Dirt Oval Nationals here in a couple weeks. That's going to be uh, pretty cool, and I'm excited to to get that out there and show everybody. So, and that's just uh, for oval, you said. Yeah, that's one one type of, of 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 type of racing, and we made it just for these guys because we saw a need for a, a wheel that featured this product. And uh, you so say, you know, what, there's a lot of people that race oval. What's so. unique to, to about that? Can can you elaborate on on why there's a need for it and and, and what that need cool. is? You know, a lot of people make fun of oval, you know, just left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn. Well, you do that for, for four minutes, basically, and at the end of the run, your your tires are mushroomed on the right side of the car because they've rolled over so much. Right. So <laughs> we've now incorporated our Sherlock foam retention system into our, our Borrego wheel, which will be the the main wheel they use for dirt oval, now has this foam retention system in it mm. to keep the foam from rolling over in the tire. And having that problem, so your car's more consistent. You're not, you know, on the edge of the tire the whole race. So, sounds interesting. Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> you got to, uh, got to keep trying, and then, uh, you know, just uh, try it and try it and try it, like we have been, and and it worked out really well. And it, it, hopefully, it's a good thing. Well, so. and you're and you're always learning new things, right? As as you go, you know, you you make something, you try it, it doesn't work, but you might learn something from that. You oh know, yeah, never I, rest on your laurels. Yeah. Exactly. You know, always keep pushing forward. If you think there's a need for another product or you want to see something different in a wheel, you know, we talk about it in our meetings and uh, say, this is what I want to see or this is what I've seen. These are issues that have come up. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of guys with the uh, 10 scale buggies running the 2.4 stuff are ripping the sidewalls out of the tires, you know, and that's a that's a common issue around here. So we've, we've kind of addressed it so that our wheels don't don't have that happen. So. Right. And I think the other thing that's that's really nice about the racing wheels is is the sheer number of colors you can buy a rim in, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say that, man. You know, it's just incre- It's like every color of the rainbow, and then you mix those colors together, and you got even more. You know, and it's it's nice because it really lets you coordinate with you know if you got custom bodies and things like that. Oh yeah, and 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 we've seen that now. Like we have our, our Facebook page, and and I ask to see people's cars, and a lot of times it used to be you know the the standard yellow or white. Mm-hmm. And now it's you see everything. Everybody's trying every color. You know, for a while I was I was running a lot of pink wheels on my cars, and the next thing you know I'm running orange wheels. Whatever you know, I walk through the shop and say, "Hey, what kind of paint scheme do I want to have this week?" Oh, cool, we have wheels for that. And then <laughs> you know, coordinate. <laughs> nice. You know? I, I, orange, orange is my thing for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but. orange is your favorite. For yeah. me, I think I'm actually going to start. You know how I run like the orange front end, green rear. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that with my tires to kind of oh, give man. it that. 
don't get me wrong. I love white. Like you know, you know what something else I've seen people doing putting dots on their rims on the, on the outside. The sticker discs. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Oh, we manufacture those. They were originally made for our Borrego wheels as an inlay to kind of again offset the colors of your car. So you could have a wheel that had like a, a blue or a gray or a yellow or a black beadlock ring, and then uh, contrast that with a different color in the center to match your paint scheme to kind of like a match your paint scheme. Like a lot of guys will run the the black disc with the yellow wheel, so it has a real real bright beadlock, hmm. and then and it, it looks really cool. It's a cool way to accentuate your paint job. Oh, that's right here. I'm looking on your Dude, website. Dude, when you as get it, look under eight scale buggy. The amount of stuff they have is just redonkulous. <laughs> that's that's where we uh, pretty much started was an eight scale buggy. Like I said, our first product was the skid plates, and then of course we got into the bump skids, which was a front bumper and skid plate combined, and then our tank pools, our stops it, which should be mandatory every nitro track in the world for the corner marshals to have it on them if you have a runaway. You know, I, I was at a race in Victorville three weeks ago, and the guy fired up his car, and he had it the wrong channel. Well, the car went to full wide open. Oops. And he went to stick his thumb right into the flywheel. And I yelled out, no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> over there. Bad idea. And I just set it down, and luckily they got it shut down. But I, I went over to him afterwards, and I said, hey, you need one of these. And he's hey. like, you're right. <laughs> so <laughs> Here, this one's free of charge. <laughs> yeah. How, like, how have I never known about these sticker discs? Sorry, I just... I'm looking at them. I'm like, these look awesome. Oh yes, it's it's a very popular product. We have a bunch of colors. You know the the white carbons, the black carbons. We even have a silver carbon. You know, you know, it's just a different way to check out your car and make it look different. Hey, you know what's funny? Up. What my my NB48 that I bought used actually has one of their tank poles on the on the tank. You got a great car then. Yeah, <laughs> simply because of the tank pole. Yeah, that's right. It's probably the best deal. <laughs> You you know it's funny about the skid plates. He mentions them there, Mike. Our, our friend Lewis over in the UK yeah. that listens to us. Yeah, he ordered DE Racing skid plates. Is that what he's still waiting for? No, he he just got oh. them. <laughs> I, I remember seeing his Facebook post. He's like, I finally got them. They only took forever. I guess. Oh man, I wonder what happened. If he ordered direct from us. We're usually quick on our shipping. Well, see, we, I don't know if it, he ordered direct from you or if he ordered from like a main or something. Well, like but that, he also but. he also went on. He, he's from the UK, right? Yeah. He also went on to say that the. Uh, Postal service in the UK as well. Subpar? Subpar. Yeah, that's a good way. He used other words, but yeah, <laughs> sub, subpar is a good word. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, so, yeah, so you're working on the oval uh, oval tires. That That's kind of cool. Yeah, the oval wheels will be cool. And that, you know, like I said, I go to so many different types of races. It, it's, it's really cool because it kind of broadens your horizons. A lot of guys say, hey, I run 10 scale on road. That's what I race. I race 10 scale off road. In my, my year of traveling, I go to like so many different types of racing. I'm just like, wow, this is cool. And you just take it all in, you know, like everybody has their own approach to how they race, you know, seeing how the oval guys race or versus the off-road guys, you know. And luckily last year I was cool. I got to go to a California Speedway in Fontana. They had a, a demo race there for on-road, but they had an exhibition with off-road 10-scale buggies. And I raced in that, which was cool because it was the same weekend as the Indy cars. So there was thousands of people there. And oh, nice. It's just, it's just awesome. So... Well, and it really yeah. it really helps the industry, right? The hobby. The more people see it, the more you know, the the more people are buying, you know. And I mean, obviously, money's what makes the world turn at this point. So, and and don't be afraid to put a radio in someone's hand, you know. Let them try the car and and see the smile on her face instantly. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And well, that's what it's all about. It, it, we do uh, once a year. There's uh, a uh, festival that goes on. It's called Rotary Fest. And we, okay. uh, as a, as our club, we go, we set up just an oval, and we have uh, just some SE10 RSs 
that we we turn them down we get things set up you know what i mean because there's, there's people that have never touched these things before and man like you said once once they have that controller in their hand and even though they're going left yeah. <laughs> man they are hook line and sinker they are just like kids in a candy shop oh yeah and, and that's uh, what you need you know, and that's it, and and that's kind of been our focus I, again as a club is to get people and in, you know involved in it, and and that is, helps. Is your club a nonprofit club or is it? A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're okay. just we're we're more so just guys, a group of dudes trying to make things happen. So you guys have the right wheels on your SC10 RSs, right? Some DE racing wheels on those SC10 RSs. No, they're actually still all running stock. Yeah, yeah, because they were. So kits. Once you guys are ready to change, we'll be glad to to furnish you guys with wheels for your program. Yeah, we'll we'll take you up on that. See, I knew yeah, there was no a problem. reason why I like DE Racing. Yeah. It wasn't just because they have a good product. <laughs> no, you know, you got to get you know the product out there for one, but keeping new people involved and interested into it is, is the biggest thing. You yeah. know, with with having new customers, you know, you have friends for life. So well, and that's it. And then what we uh, what we also do is is we uh, get uh, paint bodies for different uh, businesses that are local. Yep. Okay. You know, for advertising and things like that, so we can probably get some stickers from you. Throw those stickers on those bodies, okay? And uh, you know, that's uh, you rub our back, we rub yours, kind of deal. And well, let us know when your next time you guys are doing this, and maybe we could send a representative up there to kind of hang out with you guys and uh, have some fun. So better, Wild. better put their work boots on because we're gonna make. Them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put them to work. <laughs> Every hand on deck here. You show them how it's, to use uh, this radio. What is it? The third week, third weekend of July, I think yeah. it is. Every yeah, we'll year. Bye. Okay, and it's called Rotary Fest? Yeah, Rotary yeah. Fest, uh, Sault Ste. Marie, if you Google that. Is that you'll... Like RX-7s and, and stuff like that? or No, rotary, that like, would be cool. Yeah, motor. no, they're thinking of Rotary Motors. Yes. <laughs> no, these guys are uh organization, the Rotary Group. They raise money for families. All kinds of stuff. All sorts oh, of no, different things. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a family event. Uh, I can't tell you how many people come through, but I can tell you it's in the thousands. Uh, awesome. They uh, we probably put on one of the biggest productions there besides the the music, yeah. And it's an, an oval based event. Yeah, we just we set up a wooden barrier, an oval wooden barrier. What we can send you some pictures. I got a picture, and you'll see kind of what we is. It's very simplistic. It's geared to, um, you know, the kids, the the three yeah. year olds, the the ten, you know, people that have never touched these things before in their lives. Uh, uh-huh. Basically, what it does is it helps us raise money for our club. We charge five bucks for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we talk to them. We encourage them. We, you know, we, the, you know, our our, our club, uh, our our motto is kind of you know fun, fun family friendly. Yes. You know, then that's kind of got to be the most important thing. You know, welcome everybody with open arms. Of course. Really encourage you know no 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 uh, adult activities during uh-huh. club uh, club events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. You know. That's perfect. Get the whole fam- family involved, whether it's yeah. you know. Having special races for the wives, or you know, oh yeah. like God, that. could you imagine that, Mike? You know how many parts we'd have to buy? We get, we we get, <laughs> we get Jim's wife, my wife, your wife. We hand them the four wheel drive buggies. Oh God, turn them down. The uh, I, I, carnage. No, not really. My wife drove mine at RC Tracks Las Vegas. She only did two yeah. laps, but she did try. Sounds like someone's wife a champion. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> what what about uh, this? This is definitely. Uh, uh, a, a shot in the dark here, Chris, and uh, we're, we're recording. So, if it doesn't work out, we'll just edit out the no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we should wow. uh, we, no, we should uh, we should do something uh, through the podcast. Maybe do like a giveaway of a set of rims or something. Oh, we'd be glad to. We can give away a set of wheels, a set of setup station. Um, you name it: shirts, hats, 
you know, whatever helps you guys raise revenue for your club, we'd be more than happy to yeah. help out. Well, no, I was thinking more through our the, through the podcast more than the club right now. Yeah. Okay. Because unfortunately, I, I, I love everything the idea for with the, the podcast club. comes out of my pocket right now. <laughs> Okay. okay. No. So yeah. But no, no, no. But 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 even for the club down the road, uh, you know, I'll reach out to you uh, once things are a little more stable with that, because our guys uh, would be more than happy to, you know, work uh, work together and get some of our racers, some of your product. That'd be great. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, let's uh, you know, get you guys some stuff set up for your personal vehicles, and then get some stuff set up as you guys could give away like a donation, you know, or have like a, a raffle or an auction. Yeah. We've been doing like we, racing prize package, you know, we'll give away a shirt, a hat, set up wheels, and then a, maybe a set of wheels for their vehicle. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. How no do problem. I become uninvolved with the podcast so I can enter in that deal? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the problem. Eh? Like we, we, we get all these cool packages. Yeah, to give and it's away. Like, I can't even. And then we're like, Oh man, <laughs> can we just edit that yeah. part out and keep it for ourselves. Yeah. No, we would never do that. <laughs> never. We would do that. Yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll work that out uh, with you after. Yeah, that'd be perfect. And uh, we'll do something with the podcast. Well, maybe what we'll do is is I've been talking to Matt about different ways of having people uh, enter for these these different pr- prizes. We'll call them. Uh, mm-hmm. And my my idea was, and I think it'll work, is is even something simple like, you know, send people to your website, look for a specific product, give us the price. That's how yes. you you know that's how you enter. Make oh, them yeah. make them click around on your webpage for three different products, you know, and find it. Or, uh, and then have you know, a share contest on Facebook, you know. Yeah, you know whoever shares the NBM podcast the most. I don't make. like I don't like those share your things though. You know the yeah. I find Facebook likes to change things all the time too. <laughs> you guys use Facebook a lot, Chris, for stuff like that. We, we, we do um, just to generate traffic to the the page. Yeah, you know, and, and get people involved in the page, and and ask a lot of questions that involve the people that visit the page. Right. You know, if you if you stop by, you'll see certain questions asked. You know, can't even sometimes it's not even de related. Yeah, but just who cares? To get the interest up. Well, and that's what we find's really been working for us, right? Like, so you know, we do this podcast. We give you the link. You post it on your Facebook page. Obviously, we're posting it on ours. Uh, Live RC has been absolutely phenomenal with us getting things yeah. posted on on their uh, news feed. And, you know, and it's just all of a sudden, every time, you know, we're starting to see it now, every time something comes out, poof, you see this influx of people, you know, yes. the, your clicks, your likes, comments, and uh, messages, and it's just like, oh, my God. And that's what I said yes. to Matt there. We kind of went on a two-month hiatus there where, and I said, man, we got to come back into this, and we got to come strong. Yes. And uh, that's what we're, that's why we're doing, we're going to try, you know, every Swing week. Swing for the fences. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. You know, and we like to think that our podcast is unique, and people like us well because we're we're just two dudes we are like we're like, nobody chris we're, we're average we're average joe <laughs> rc you know racers what? you guys are you guys have a passion for the hobby and there's nothing wrong with that and nobody can take that from you you guys are excited about what's going on you know you're 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 happy to do what you do i wish i had more time awesome. yeah that's exactly. what my problem is i i on it like i like you know you got kids you got family wife things summer and it's like work and then all of a sudden it's like rcs and you're like by the time you get to RCs, you're like, oh, my God, I just want to go to bed, <laughs> you know, but you just you push through it. Yeah, you yeah. do. But when you get to the track and, and hang out with your buddies or, or get to run some clean laps, you know, that's well, putting a smile on your face. And, you know, and that's where we're really struggling right now is that that side of it. Right. We put in a lot of effort and wrenching and, you know, we go out to a parking lot or a park, a baseball diamond. And we're like, oh, man, that feels better. But we have nowhere to run. Right. And to drive four hours to put your, you know, to do some test in tune it really sucks 
And the reality um, is we just don't do it. One of us can't. just needs to win the lottery and we can go well, wherever we no, want. I told you, we need to buy a helicopter. That. Well, since you guys are involved with the Rotary Club, have you guys thought about going to the city and maybe getting something donated by the city, uh, a piece of property? Uh, or? We're not going to get into that conversation. Let's just say we've explored that avenue and okay. it's just not going to happen. I, I love where I live. I love this city. I've grown up here, but sometimes yeah. you just shake your head and go, okay. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't as a club, produce enough revenue to afford uh, you know, the insurance that the city would want us to have. Yeah. Uh, things like that, and you know, that's just kind of the scraping the surface. Okay. You know, so without, without, like, basically, the first thing they said is, is we want to see, your, we want to see your financials, and you have to be able to hold insurance for yeah, an entire year. And basically, year. we said, okay, yeah. well, we'll uh, talk to you later. Thank you very much. Yeah. And well, it's tough, right? And and the location we had was working out great until it got pulled due to the it was a, through the one of the school boards here. And they've got some stuff that's going on. So we're exploring. We got some good news about one of the the Catholic board. Yeah. So huh. hopefully that's going to work out. Actually, I got some news about uh, the Wellington Square Mall. Oh, good news. As soon as elections are done, uh-huh. uh, we have a crack at the uh, that location. Oh, we're going nice. to work out, find out a price. Yeah. Hopefully it's not ridiculous because if <laughs> it's more than like $20 a month, we can't afford it. <laughs> so, no, it's not that bad. But. It, you know, it, it's like anything. We're just, it, it's our location, right? Like we live in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Okay. If you Google that. The next closest big met- big place is Sudbury. That's a three-hour drive. Uh, that's going east. If in you Canada, go, yeah, anyway. In Canada. If you go north, uh, what is it, Thunder Bay? I guess. Uh, eight hours away? Eight hours, yeah. You know? Thunder Bay's eight so hours. So we're kind of smack dab in the middle of. Detroit's about five and a half yeah. south into Michigan. Wow. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> it, it, it's tough, right? People don't travel that far to race. Not uh, often. You know, at the club level. So when you guys purchase products, do you have a local hobby shop? or Absolutely do you order not. Direct? Nothing. We end up ordering most of our stuff either through a combination of tower hobbies, aiming hobbies, or there's also a local hobby shop uh, in St. Ignis, which is about a 45-minute drive away. That or, he, or direct. Yeah. Or direct from deracing.net. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, or through aiming. Okay, yeah, it means good too. Yeah, we order I, like that's where I've gotten all my uh, DE racing products is through Amain at this point. But awesome, that thank might, you. That might change. Okay, <laughs> might might change it directly from DE racing. Oh yeah, it's changed for me. <laughs> I'm just gonna order directly from DE now. That would be fantastic. <laughs> oh look, they have bulk shopping. I just seen something. Give me a minute here. Really? Yeah. So Chris, actually, I want to ask your opinion on this because obviously being involved in the RC industry, you've seen the shift of off road racing. Um, go to these hard-packed, slick-only slick kind of tracks. Like, what's your thought process on that? Like, what, what, what do you think about something like that? Well, you mean on-road with jumps? Yeah, good, uh, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a place to race. That's one. You know, that's a good thing. You have a place to go to. It has what you're looking for. You know, people, purists will say, you know, I want I want loam and I want pins and I want three ribs on the front of my car. You know, that's nice, too. We have luckily I'm, I'm fortunate where I'm at. I have the gamut. You know, I can go to any one of these different types of tracks and be able to experience many different types of surfaces. But, you know, first of all, you have to be appreciative of having a track, regardless if it's, you know, on roll with jumps. You have a place to race, <laughs> you know, then you go to, OK, well, it doesn't you know, it's 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 hard packed. Well, Back to it again. You have a place to race, and and be thankful that you have a place to race. With the economy being the way it is, you know it, uh-huh. it takes a lot of money to keep these tracks open, and the the track owners do 
their best and they do a fantastic job of keeping these places going and providing you a place to race. Yep. So, well, I we mean, we both snickered there about the uh, when you were saying that because what we've been doing is we've been going to one of the school parking lots and we've chopped up uh, some plywood into little strips to act as uh, <laughs> uh, as coping or whatever you want to say to lay out the track and we've been using the the, the concrete medians to uh-huh. to help with shaping the track and it's just like you know and that's exactly it right and everybody's kind of like you know what as crappy as it is this is great yeah. You know, like, yeah, we don't run we do races. three or four t- little lap battles. and Yeah, you know, there's no timing system. It's all, you know, three, two, one, go, or somebody's dropping a, you know, the, a, a hat on the ground to start the race. And, but but at, you're having a blast doing and, it. And that's exactly okay. what I was just going to say. But everybody's having fun. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think that's what everybody needs to remember at the end of the day is why are you doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. For fun. That's fun. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, Like, I love to race dirt oval. And the closest dirt oval for me to race at is three and a half hours away. And then it's on a Friday night. So tack tack on, you know, they're two hours because it's going towards Los Angeles, through Los Angeles and up into by Magic Mountain. So, you know, four hour drive. So, you know, for me to run, I don't have that that, that advantage like everybody else has. So I, I go to my local baseball diamond and my oval track is the pitcher's mound to home plate and back around the pitcher's mound again. And mm-hmm. that's how I set up my cars. So, you know, I, I love it. At least I'm driving. I'm getting to wheel something, you know. Yeah. And, and well, that's like us. We're in the backyard tearing up our lawn sometimes. And it's just like, whatever, the grass will grow again. Hey, yes. man, I've been convinced yeah. just to get some, like, old <laughs> office carpet and roll it out in my backyard <laughs> for a weekend. My wife just looks at me and she goes, oh, hell no. And I looked at her and I'm like, oh, you're going to come <laughs> home one Friday after work and it's already going to be done. <laughs> right. Backyard nationals are in effect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. So, Chris, uh, what else, do you, like, uh, outside of the RC stuff, uh, the RC industry, What uh, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I love to go kayaking with my wife. Uh, we have two awesome little Pomeranian pups that we like to, you know, take on walks and stuff in the evenings. The kids. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I love wingless sprint cars. I try to go to as many sprint car races as I can. I went to the eight scale fuel Nats this year in Chico and that Friday night they had a, a sprint car race at the silver dollar speedway, which was within walking distance. So we got a bunch of guys from the RC races over to the sprint car races and got to hang out and have a good time cheering on the sprint cars. It was awesome. awesome. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I love cool. sprint cars. So y- You need to do yourself a favor. There's this kid based out of Florida named Tyler Clem. He's okay. 13 now, and he races. He's a development driver for Tony Stewart Racing. Man. You need to check this kid out. I will, definitely. He is, uh, I'm telling you, you're going to see him driving a NASCAR before you know it. That would that would be the ultimate goal, I bet, for his father. You know? <laughs> well, his dad's a big radio guy in, in Florida anyway, so I'm sure his dad would be happy to see him racing NASCAR, but at the same time, it's, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He's a, he's a cool kid. It's kind of funny. You never know what people are into. I love that yes. kind of racing too. We we have like a, what is it? A third mile, at Laird Asheville Oval. Yeah, I think it's a third or something like that. I I enjoy watching that, but for I wish we had dirt somewhere close because I just I love watching it. Like back when uh, they used to do the Prelude to the Dream um, yes. at Eldora, third like, mile, third mile. Okay, and I used to I couldn't get that pay per view fast enough. My wife would <laughs> just be. She's like, you spent how much on this? I'm like, don't even worry about it. This is the best stuff ever. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And, like, for me, it's weird because I live in Southern California. To be as active as I am in, in dirt oval racing is very, very obscure. Yeah. But, you know, 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I'll still, you know, go to the off-road races. We have a, the Lucas Oil Professional Off-Road Series is less than in six miles from my house. They race there three or four times a year. Oh. Uh, one of my good buddies races a pro light, you know, and uh, it's awesome to be a part of that and go check it out, you know, so. Huh, right on. Um, nice, nice. Yes. So, so, what, so Chris, what, what does DE Racing have coming down the pike that you can tell us about? Is there anything? Well, this week we're going to be releasing, as an exclusive on your podcast, we're going to be releasing our blue uh, Speedline Plus 8-scale Truggy Wheels. And, uh, that was just put out of the press yesterday. So um, nice. their first set was on my desk yesterday afternoon, and uh, they'll be out next week. Blue. So uh, awesome. we'll be uh, releasing that to the public right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. First to know about it. That's awesome. Funny enough, I have a Truggy. Oh, man. Looks like you need some blue Speedline Plus Truggy wheels. Yes, I think I do. It's definitely on my li- Well, I shouldn't <laughs> say I don't have a Truggy. I just have a Truggy that every time I touch it breaks. Well, what kind of Truggy is that? Let's, uh, let, let's not name it. Just give me the first letter. <laughs> H? Yeah. H. Oh, man. And it's... Uh, it ends in I. Trophy. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Um, what, what can I say? <laughs> no, it was it, an it's RTR. not that bad. It's an HPI Trophy Truggy. I'll just throw okay. it out there. It's actually mine. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is. is, You can't compare something that came out of a box that's made for bashing and and try to race it. Let's just be realistic about it. You know, and there's upgrade parts that if you wanted to spend the money, it would probably be a, you would probably make it more of a hot bodies. You know, it's funny. I haven't had the problems that you had with it. I've broken all (laughs) kinds of different problems. But did you see how much Loctite I put on those Well, that's it. I tried to change those out and it was like, yeah, it's just not coming off. I'm just leaving it alone. It didn't matter anymore. The screws could strip. It didn't matter. They weren't coming out because they were glued in with Loctite. Yeah. They actually rotate in the whole assembly. (laughs) Like, so it's (laughs) no, like I said. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. It, it's a good truck. And, well, uh, you guys are our neighbors with Gord Tesman. I mean, give them a call. Let them know, hey, let's let's do some more stuff up here in Canada. Well, you need some help with our HPI truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he, you know what he's going to tell us? Buy a hot body. Yeah, buy <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's going to say. Yeah, and and, yeah, and it doesn't hurt him because it's still the same company, right? So Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it, exactly. It's, it's okay. But, yeah, no, that, my, yeah, that RCAT of mine needs some TLC. I melted the esc down in it and oh, uh, he had a triple threat kind of day one he, day one day three rc he, he melted that down then he burned out a motor in, in a summit, summit and then he bur- broke a uh, an end link on his rc 8.2 and went way too hard in the paint way too hard of the paint <laughs> good times but you had fun no no i didn't actually <laughs> After the third one, I'm sure you wouldn't have any. I, no, I was just no. Honestly, I was just laughing. I was like, whatever. I like, I don't care. I was like, oh, it's man. just parts. You just buy them, replace it. And that's I, the actually, probably great RC cars. Yeah, everything's replaceable. When when the RC8 went, we were at the local park, like the city park, the big park. <laughs> the best place for it to happen. We're just cruising around. There wasn't too many people. Just wide open, going through the park, and all of a sudden, the thing just lost it. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Like, did I lipo? And then all I seen was this little Hiroshima cloud come out of it, because it it was a, it was a, it's a conversion, so it has the body has the cutout for the nitro head to stick out. Yes. Well, the ESC is directly okay. below it, so all I saw was this little Hiroshima cloud literally came out of this thing, and then shortly thereafter I saw the little flames, and I mean at this point I'm two hundred I don't know thirty pounds, so I'm not a small dude, 
I start huffing her through the park. People must have been like, what the heck's going on But here? you are short. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm short. So I'm only like 5'6". Yeah, six, yeah okay? so, so to give you that look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a short, chubby Italian guy. <laughs> okay, and I get to the thing. The ends have melted off of things. The, 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 the inside of the ESCU had two circuit boards. They were now like a puddle. Like it was oh, just man. insane. Like parts that should not come unsoldered were unsoldered. It was just it, it was craziness. The amount of heat. I don't know how I didn't lose a battery or anything like that, but I didn't. Actually, I would have preferred the battery go than the ESC. Well, yes. I don't know. The battery know. might have taken your, the whole your thing truck out? with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's never fun having a meltdown. Yeah, and then, the, and then the same with the summit. I was messing around in the backyard. I said, ah, you know what? It'll climb up this little little rock thing that we got over here. <laughs> got the front tires up on it, went to get the back end up, and all of a sudden it just went... Same idea. Just smoke started billowing from underneath the body. I'm like, are you kidding me? Twice in like an hour. An hour. Well, this is just the motor you smoked at least. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. $22 later. Oh, That's, man. And then what's killing us right now is I, I'm sure you don't follow this a whole lot, but is the whole Canadian American dollar and the value. Oh, no. No, you don't follow that, eh? No, so sure. right, So right now for us to buy... A dollar American would cost us about a dollar thirty-six Canadian-ish. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. get it for a little less because I have a better, a better, a, a certain account. Yeah, but, but it just it dropped again, Matt. So, <laughs> well, yesterday I just moved money over. Yeah, it dropped today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like every day, it's going. And you want to know what the best part is? Oh Let's just God. talk about this for a second. The price of oil has dropped, but the price of gas has gone up. Did you know? You know yes. why I went up across the river? I don't care. Apparently, they had a refinery issue, issue yeah, in whatever. Indiana. Yeah. It went up from like two forty, what was it, two forty nine a gallon to two ninety nine a gallon. It's just ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah, you're telling Our me. Our average is like three forty nine here for for the low grade stuff. For a gallon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It and was that's it, for well, the low grade. I couldn't imagine what it was then uh, a few months because it was three fit forty three sixty here. Yeah, but see, they get really messed with in California. Not only do they have some of the harshest emission yes. laws known to man. Yes. Like, I feel bad for you guys. But hey, you know what? We I had well, and everything causes cancer in California. Well, I had a '99 Hyundai Elantra that belonged to my parents before me, and I got it off them. And like I'm looking at it one day, and I'm going, "Geez, like what is with all this?" And then sure enough, I do a little bit of research. Oh no, Hyundai! Instead of making a model specific for California, they just put it on all of them. So all of yes. the Elantras had this California emission stuff on it. And I'm going, like you could probably could breathe the exhaust out of this thing. Like. <laughs> yes. I, that's good, though. I mean, anyways. It's a, it's a severe smog issue. You know, they want to choke everything down. Um, luckily, uh, I'm building a pre-smog car to have as, a like, a hobby car. So uh, that's another thing that I do for fun. I rebuild, like, old Toyotas. Like, uh, nice. I have a 1973 Toyota Celic right now that has a Toyota racing engine in it and, and suspension and all that fun stuff. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes. So, yes, yeah, so... so. That's good. So new new truggy blue truggy tires coming out. Yes, new truggy wheels, cool. uh, Speedline Plus. Uh, besides the blue, we have them in all our other colors as well. Um, we have now released our ten scale Speedline Plus wheels are now available in all the colors. For a while, that was just the black, yellow, and white. Now right. they're available in all colors as well. So pretty much our entire range of wheels is available in all colors. Um, and now that we have our truggy wheels, we've released the blue to the truggy guys as well which has has been a big big, Blue's a nice big color. request that's a nice color i like blue too they call it cyan cyan yeah cyan. yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's that's what the, the color name is. Uh, I can uh, never pronounce the, it. The, right, the, the Adobe Photoshop politically correct. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you ever see that where they give you the color number and you're like, well, wait a minute. You want me to remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, it's just blue. It's blue, okay? Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, maybe we'll, uh, like I said, we'll we'll get those together and maybe do a little giveaway on the podcast. If that, that works, awesome. if that works for you, I think we'll uh, we'll get the details uh, yeah, off the air problem. about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, you guys obviously have a media release that you you got uh, typed up that's going to go out for this. Yes, next week the release will go out. We've had our stuff photographed already. Um, okay. I have a new body being painted to uh, take as my display trucks because as I go to all these races, I try to every time we have a new release, I have a new new car done up for it right and kind of it shows off the product as well, you know and. Yeah, and that's pretty cool as well. So. Yeah, well, get us whatever you can. Like, obviously, uh, Matt will be posting the podcast uh, probably Monday. I like to hang on to them for the weekend because I find everybody's so busy during the weekend that if we release them in the middle of the weekend, they don't get yeah. as much notice. Yes, everybody's yeah. out racing. Yeah, exactly. Except us. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but no, that's okay. No, so we'll uh, we'll coordinate with uh, Live RC as well. So we'll kind of get yeah. the media release, the podcast, like. The podcast might be out before that, but we'll get them to post it on Live RC. Mm-hmm. If you've yes. got pictures, we'll get them on our Facebook pages, our personal pages, every page we can get our hands on. Perfect. Make it a successful release, and I think that'll work good for everybody. Oh, I don't think they need us for a successful release. No, no, but... no, but every little bit helps, man. <laughs> yes, every everybody working together works very yeah. well. So Yeah, and then our yeah. friends will you know, be your friends, and you know how it all works. Yeah, that would be awesome. Hey, yeah. you got to get me a price on one of these D Racing Easy Ups. What's an Easy Up? <laughs> yes, that one that's in the pictures. I'll sell it to you for twenty five hundred bucks. How's that sound? Holy, never mind. I'm good. Is it a pop up? <laughs> We're time, actually Matt? getting yeah. a new setup to take with us to the races. It's a little more uh, intricate. It has the walls with the screen printed stuff on it as well. So uh, that's are, that's pretty exciting. Are your hats fitted hats? Yes, they are. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I hate and they're all in stock. We had some that were out for a while, but now they're all back in stock. So sweet. Well, I'm yeah. gonna get a hold of you, and I love hats, so I'm gonna buy one <laughs> so I can wear it. <laughs> Fat head. <laughs> yeah, seven and five eighths. We have a seven and five eighths. We're one of the only companies that has a big, big hat. Yeah, my so. hat, my head ain't that big, dude. Was well, seven and five eighths? <laughs> when, when I yes. when it's I it's gotta be because no, dude, I bought the A main extra large one. That's what that A main one is. Well, yeah, and I could stick like both my hands on top of each other between my forehead. It's well, that's because he went big. and bought the extra large. Yeah, so he, yeah. he's talking about like triple extra large. Yes, my head's and not that fat. Flat bill hats or curved bill hats? Oh, curved. Uh, yeah, I'm a bigger fan of the curved. I want to. I'm not even gonna say it, but there's something wrong with flat billed hats. No, I don't mind. <laughs> Listen, no, no, no. Now we're gonna get into this subject real quick. I just don't like it. I don't mind flat billed hats, but you know what I don't like? What? Are the people that leave the damn stickers on them? It's like just take the. I, I oh, it just drives me insane. Like I want to walk well, up to people when they do that and peel the sticker Chris off. Chris is like, Chris is, is like, you know what? I wear flat billed hats with a sticker on it, Matt. Yeah, and when I see Chris and wearing Mike. one of those, I'm gonna walk up and peel the damn sticker yeah, off and, it, and, so. I, and I'm gonna curve his beak so yeah. it's curved now. Oh no, 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 no curved, no curved bills for me. But uh, we do offer our hats in both, both a curved bill and a flat bill, so that's cool. And. uh they're both in stock, so awesome. whatever floats your boat, we have you covered. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. I'm going to spend some time and probably drop a mint. And uh, I'm uh, going to make sure to send you guys both flat bill hats. Kind of start a trend up there <laughs> in the Great White North. <laughs> That's funny. 
Do you guys have uh, like a lot of people up in Canada working with you, or is that kind uh, of a? We have a couple guys up north. Um, one of our main guys up there is Sean Hartwig. He runs, I think, up around in your ne- your neck of the woods. Um, I think he's from Ontario area, and uh, a couple other guys as well. We have a pretty good sized team. Um, we have like Travis and Mesco on board as a as a hundred percent guy, and uh, a bunch of others. Our team is, is pretty awesome with with all the guys we have right now. They're all doing really great. And uh, Andy Smolnick, the hobby pro guy, he just uh, signed with us. He won with our wheels at the Hot Rod Shootout, which was pretty awesome. You know, so what was, what was um, that guy's name? Sean what? Hartwig. Sean I found Hartwig. Him. Hartwig. Learn how to work. So. Learn how to work at Shannon Burkett. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I had to. Um, I wanted to actually. I forgot what I was going to say now. Must not have been that important. Yeah, like I said, you know, we. Uh, Mike got me distracted with a... the Sean Hartwig <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> tried to find it first. But uh, yeah, he's one of our guys up there, and then like I said, we have a bunch of good guys. Uh, our team is is pretty stout, and I'm. I, I keep in contact with everybody on the team, and uh, we exchange ideas and, and all that good stuff. So, awesome! It's it is pretty good. We have a very tight knit team, and I encourage them to work together at the races and and all that good stuff. So, mm, yeah. awesome, awesome, Chris! I do got to say something though. I, okay. I have to say in your cover photo, <laughs> nice nice socks, bro. Nice socks. Uh, <laughs> on my cover photo. Yeah. Oh, at the nationals. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was in Chico. Um, <laughs> black socks or kick rocks. If you guys are wearing white socks, you're doing it wrong. Well, no, but, <laughs> I, I, but what I'm saying is, like, isn't the idea of wearing shorts to have some skin showing? I did, a quarter inch. Okay, yeah. Okay. Damn, I had the tan <laughs> It sounds like Tim Smith. Yeah. Every time I see a picture of Tim in shorts, I'm like, dude, you need to roll your socks down, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the that goes back to the flat bill thing, I guess, you know. Uh. I mean, no, you know what it is. Everybody, you know, as much as we poke fun, everybody could poke fun at me for the way oh. I dress, right? So it's, you know, it, it's all, it's all in, uh, it's all fun. We're not, we're not actually serious. Oh, no. And uh, no, it's funny. You know, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, you, know, you know, as long as you have it, clothes it, on, we're good. <laughs> yes, that's the big thing. <laughs> you know, that's covering up stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. So I'm kind of out of questions, Matt. Unless something comes to me here. No, I'm just like I said. I'm still I'm still basking in this one because, like I said, DE racing for me has just been like a, a staple. I don't order new tires unless I'm getting DE racing rims to go along with so them. What is your favorite DE racing product? Well, your now, rims. Now that I've been sitting here and staring at your web page, no, honestly, for me, it's it's. I have if you the, buy wheels, which wheels do you buy? Do you buy the Trinidads? Do you buy the Borregos? Do you buy the Speedlines or the Speedline Plus? Which which wheel do you, is your go-to wheel? Okay, so I would have had Speedline Pluses for my AKA chain links that I bought, but unfortunately they weren't out when okay. I bought my chain links. Um, okay. So I, I, on my buggies, I run the Speedline, um, and then on my short course trucks, I run the Trinidads because I just I kind of like that that look to them. Yep. That's our very first short course wheel we ever came out with, and it, it's still a very popular wheel, which is which is great because it's kind of stood the test of time, you know. Yeah. So, um, and I'm I'm right behind Matt on that. So look, there's a set. Look, my my SC ten four by four sitting right there with them on. Yes, it is. The plus oh, three man. millimeters. Mm-hmm. It brings a tear to my eye. They're like my little children. Every time I see a picture with a set of DEs on it, you know, isn't I get that, choked isn't, up. Isn't that so rewarding off. though? What's that? I said, isn't it rewarding? It is, you know, to you see know, that, you know, the, the 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 fruit of your labor, right? Like that's what it is. You work hard all day, and, and you know, I don't know. Well, getting to see the people enjoying the product, 
having a good time and yeah. then and being proud of the product and displaying it on their vehicles. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a hard thing, you know, like you start a company and you want to gain exposure. So you produce products and then hopefully they catch on. Well, our products have done very well for us. And to see the people posting the pictures and, and sharing with their friends and all that stuff has been awesome. So I'll, uh, I got some pictures of my trucks with my D rim, my, uh, all my 10 scale stuff. Hopefully they have some MBM podcast stickers on them and some DE racing stickers mm. on them and we'll get them on the site. Yeah. Well, the MBM podcast stickers actually funny enough. If you guys are, I, I'm going to mention this cause I got, uh, cause we got you on. You happen to mention that whole thing. Um, if anybody's interested in actually getting an MBM podcast t-shirt, um, or a sheet of stickers themselves without having to get a hold of me and go through that whole rigmarole, uh, you can check out Dutch oven designs. They have a new website, uh, I got to get the web address. I'm not sure what it is, but you can go on there and just grab them that way too. Um, they, they make our shirts and stuff for us there, uh, Chris and uh, Edwin. Yeah. He's, uh, I believe, he's the regional team manager for um, Techno RC there down where he lives. I can't even remember where he lives. It's in Texas. That's all I know. Okay. And the website yeah. is uh, DutchOvenDesigns.com. Oh, look at that. See, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he has the uh, fonts for the DE logos and the oh, files for that. Yes, yes, he does because uh, I had shirts made for myself, uh, Mike and and our friend Jim, um, and that was one of the logos that I had put on Jim's was DE Racing. I'm like, do you got that one? He's like, yep, I have that one. I'm like, perfect. And I kind of love that awesome. the RC community is so supportive in that. Like, there's not a lot of places or things that you can do where people are just like, oh yeah, here's my logo. We don't care what you do with it as long as you're not, you know, making money off of it. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and yes. I just, I was really shocked at how easy it was when I started poking around and asking about putting logos on shirts or banners and, and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, just go ahead, go for it. That That is awesome. You know, and, and it, like I said, it's rewarding for us to see it, you know, guys walking around the races with our logo on the shirts and stuff like that. It, it just, uh, it kind of hits home like, hey, you know, we're doing something positive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's, it's good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, super awesome stuff. And, uh, there's a never, never dull moment in the RC community. That's for sure. There is always something going on. Yeah. You know, and it's, <laughs> what's, uh, what's your whole feeling of this whole, uh, AstroTurf thing? <laughs> you know, I saw the, the, the video from the warm up race. I think it was last year and it looked like a video game with all the, the brightly colored turf and the, the lighting and stuff. And I was like, that is epic. And then I saw the warm-up track with the two jumps and being really flat. And I was like, what What happened? What? <laughs> Why didn't they bring that other cool track back? You know. But I understand. They're, they're doing what they got to do. And it's going to be a race regardless. You know, People say they don't want to show up because it's on turf. But people are going to show up. It, it's the way of the – it's the way it rolls. You know? <laughs> it's like you if said you earlier. To... You know, if you want to race, you know, you got a track, you're going to go. Exactly. You know. And this is a world championship title. So – if you don't go, you lose out on the chance of winning that world championship title. So then hopefully the world champion will be on DE Racing products. Oh, that'd <laughs> be too. really cool. That'd be really, really <laughs> yes, cool. Yes, it would. I want to make – I'm going to do my darndest to get myself to Vegas for the Worlds. Yeah? Well, you let me know when you get there, and the uh, first round's on me. There we go. There we go, Mike. You're coming. Yeah. Tell, tell yeah, When you go home tonight after this, you tell, hey uh, – Hey, uh, just to let you know, October 2nd through the 9th, we need to be in Vegas sometime in that week. This year? That's 2016. Next oh. Year. Yeah. oh, if it's on the 9th, that's perfect. Vegas. Dude, we yes. can get 
adult wasted on my birthday in Vegas. Perfect. <laughs> you might as well just get yourself engaged at the same time and just run yeah. your bachelor party right through the whole thing. No, that'd be so bad. I, I already told you, I'm taking my GoPro. That's the only way I'm no, coming the, out the, of that, that one. That mic effect would be in 100% full effect if Do you we were imagine doing that in Las in Vegas? Vegas? Oh, my God. Hangover times 10. What Oof. happened to Matt? No, no. What happened to Mike? Yeah. <laughs> that is an awesome facility. RC Tracks of Vegas is very, very nice. And uh, the owners are very accommodating there. They, they have always taken good care of us when we showed up, given us a good spot to display our products and stuff. So are you guys? Uh, it's always a fun time. Are you guys coming up to the Spectrum race? Is that next week? No, no. that's the one in November um, at Trackside Hobbies in um, Wisconsin. If I have a date for it, I will find out and see if we can't get on a bird and go check it out and maybe uh, show off some products and uh, go to Trackside because I heard it's a really nice place and Scotty's a really cool dude. So uh, I would love to check it out. Yeah. And I, uh, we're Matt, you're pretty much definitely going. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. It's 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 pretty much happening. So Are you gonna be... do a, a podcast from the track? I, I'm gonna bring I, I'm gonna bring my phone with me and and try and get some interviews in and stuff like that. That's kind of I'd love to, but like I don't exactly have a portable system yeah, to do for a, this. do a full blown live yeah. thing is like a production. I'd have to yeah. I'd have to get with Brandon for sure. Although Brandon might have stuff that we could could coordinate that with. That would be awesome. I mean, really think. Well, I don't know. We'd have to really, yeah. It would definitely require both of us because there'd be a whole lot of cables that need to be plugged in. And but you know, if we packed everything up in a box, well, that's the thing. I have nicely. cases for these microphones, and I could probably get something to put the board in. And and now look what you've started, and Chris. Could, and then you could do all the editing here. Like all you would need to do is record. Yeah. You could clean it up later. You don't need, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh boy. Way so to do go, you Chris. drive to Wisconsin, or are you going to fly to Wisconsin? Oh no, I'm going to drive. It's only uh, I think it's like seven and a half or eight hours of driving. I'm a transport driver for a living. Okay. So right, there you go. Now I don't drive long distances on a regular basis. I drive very short distances, get out and build hand carts worth of food and bring them into restaurants. Oh. But I driving for me is kind of it's nothing. I, yeah. It's peanuts. Oh, for both of us, especially if we go together, right? Yeah. There you go. And then Make I'm sure the you document your road trip experience. That's oh, always fun. GoPros. I, I did. Yeah, I did a. Uh, I did a time lapse video actually of a day of racing for uh, me and Jim. Mike ended up taking that uh, his own vehicle that day, um, but literally from the time we left my driveway to the time we got there, the track getting tore down, the <laughs> whole day of racing, the whole drive home, everything. It was. I love time lapse. It's so cool. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, it now that awesome. we both have GoPros, it makes it even that much easier. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah different perspectives mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome so, yeah we're always up to something up here chris absolutely well, obviously in the future if you know if you want to chat about anything or or even just come on and, and you know even if it's just a product release and you want to do a little 15 minute thing and not even that know. if he just wants to participate in a podcast oh, anything, yeah. we're down that's that's awesome we appreciate the offer guys yeah. and uh thank you for supporting de racing you know like i said we we, we can't do this without you guys you yeah know? Oh, I so. see uh, good things in both our futures uh, working together. I love that, it. That would be great. You know, that we'll uh, send people your way, you send them our way. and Absolutely. Know, of course. I really believe so. in the you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing and vice versa. Yes. And we do good, really good at scratching, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Back scratcher. So, yeah, you guys, gonna come to, you guys plan on coming to SoCal for any races? Or? Oh, well, uh, uh if you want to put us on a plane, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> unless you know somebody who has a private plane or... Actually, we know the guy that can do it. 
Uh, I don't know if he can fly that far. It might take, take us a day, even two days to get there. Well, you just have to get a better plane. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I, doesn't Tim Smith have a personal jet? I mean. Oh, yeah, right. He wishes. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, he what, might know somebody, uh, Eric, though, that Eric, might be able to get us hooked up. He yeah, had no kidding. <laughs> Eric Jensen there from uh, Live, RC. Live RC. Yeah. He oh. f- he flew up uh, to our one of the big races in it, that's in St. Ignace there, because they're uh-huh. over in uh, the Wisconsin area, I believe, eh? Yes. Yes. So uh, and then we were joking around because there's a big race uh, going on down there, and uh, that's what we were joking about is he could pick us up because uh, we're right on the border with uh, like Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. So literally, we can be in the U.S. in three and a half minutes if the bridge is clear. Yep. So, you know, we were joking, you know, pick us up there and fly us down and this and that. And it's just, yeah, we were just going on and on. And then we found out how much plane fuel It's $120 and an hour plus fuel. fuel. And it's like, yeah. That's plus fuel? Yeah. Plus fuel, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How much is a plane ticket? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I think, well, he's no, he's right, though, dude. Think about it. A round trip? Well, yeah, but. If you're booking ahead of time, it's but, not that expensive. But you're talking yeah. about a private flight, too. Oh, yeah, like, no, no. You, you don't have to deal <laughs> yeah, with other yeah, people. Yeah, but who cares? I guess. Okay, so let's see. Uh, $200 versus $2,000. Uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Want to come to the race? Or? <laughs> you know. We you might. know well, Chris, I'm sure you know how much of a pain in the butt it is to fly with uh, RCs and stuff like that. Yes. It's it's a it's a very trying experience, yeah. you know, and, and they uh, – they really make sure you have all the right stuff in your, your packages. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I, I know, like, we've had the discussion, you know, what races would we go to if we could? And for me, on my, on my like, short list in the next five years is the, the Reedy uh, buggy race to make it to that and, yeah. and, and participate in it. I know I'm probably going to do absolutely horribly, but it's just mm-hmm. to say that I went and I participated in a Reedy race is going to be awesome. That is a good race to go to. This year with me going to – so many races that I've gone to, you know, I went to the AMS in Alabama and that's a big, big indoor race. It was amazing. And then I went to, you know, Nitro Challenge with a thousand entries. Hey, hang on. Stop and say bless you to whoever's sneezing behind you. My wife. <laughs> uh, may God bless her. Yeah. Yes. They say, may God bless you. <laughs> they said, thank you. But uh, <laughs> no, we're just we're both looking at each other laughing because we can hear her sneezing in the background. <laughs> it's okay, I'm standing. It, it, up. It's fine. It's perfectly I, fine. I'm standing up here having one heck of a friggin' hamstring cramp right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'll, I'll survive. But, yeah, these bucket list races, you know, there's there's so many good ones, and uh, to be able to experience them, like if you haven't been to a Nitro Challenge race, just the spectacle of all the people there and the amount of competition, it's. I would say it's right up there with a world championship event because most of the Euros guys are there and people from Canada as well and, you know, Australia and it's, it's amazing. Yeah, actually, I talked to Aaron and, 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 and Joey and dude, like he's, they're going on about, you know, there's people that come to the DNC that don't even race. They just come here for the weekend just to hang out. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Like, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> to see mm-hmm. that many people and then you know with the fifth scale race they had going on this year and then the 10 scale race and then also the eight scale race man you can't go wrong no. there's, there's like, so much like stuff I to said, watch mike we need to win the lottery and just like <laughs> buy a place in california and spend a couple months out there have a timeshare yes. there yes. you go hmm. hey wait a minute let me know when you my aunt and uncle yes. have a timeshare we might be able to take advantage of that <laughs> nice there it is see? sweet 
Well, Chris, of course, we want to – well, wait. I can't forget to ask you to do this. Otherwise, I'd be breaking all the rules. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we didn't have Brandon do it because Brandon's done it for us before. Oh, yeah. And it's been that long since we've done one. So, at this point, we're going to ask you to do, you know, I'm Chris from DE Racing, and you're listening to the MBM podcast. Okay. Like right now? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll edit it out and cut it out, and then I'm going to put it into like a mega mix of all the ones that we've had. Fantastic. We'll put yours first. Awesome. That would be awesome. (laughs) All right. Hi, my name is Chris Vieira. I'm the team manager for DE Racing, and you're listening to the MBM podcast. Oh, nailed it. Yeah, that was like the best one yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're not even making that up. He's he's Thanks, definitely guys. yeah, he's definitely up there. That's yeah. sure. Yeah, Chris, you know, thanks very much for coming on. You know, I know this whole start this whole thing started uh a few months ago back when uh Mr. Lopes there was uh making <laughs> I was making fun of the fact that he had D racing hat and I'm like, Man, I'd like one of those and yeah. Now now we here we are finally finally getting to getting it done. So thanks very much yes. for coming on the podcast with us and, and like we said before, anytime you just want to hang out on a podcast um or, or anything like that, uh feel free to reach out at any time. Well thank you guys for having me and it's been a blast. And uh yeah, anytime we'll... I can come back on, I'll be glad to, to come back on and uh, hang out with you guys and chat a little more. Awesome. So. Yeah, no, we'll definitely be in touch. Yeah, for sure. Awesome guys. Thank you very awesome. much. Same to you. Enjoy your evening and your weekend. You too, guys. Take care. Take care, Chris. Bye. Bye. Well, there's another interview. Chris Vieira from DE Racing. So exciting. Oh, dude. I just, you know, and I got to say this. Like, obviously, everybody now kind of heard the the offers he's pitched to us and and things like that. And it is just, it's flooring. Yeah. We're beyond grateful for anything we get. I don't want anything. Like, yeah, I want to make it, it, that very clear. We don't do this. I never started this for that. That's I only exactly started it. this because we used to waste hours <laughs> upon went, hours talking about RC stuff. Yeah, the only thing we're doing different than we ever did before we started this podcast is actually having people from the industry that to know talk what to. the hell they're talking. We would about. just talk like a bunch of <laughs> bunch of dudes. We'd be on our cell phones for like two and a half hours, being like, "Yeah, you know, do, do you see what they're doing on there? You see this news? Did you hear about that? Did you watch this race?" And now we're like. Holy cow, we're actually talking to the people that we were talking about. I know. I know. Uh, it's just, it's unbelievable, and uh, yeah, it's just awesome. It's awesome. It is, it so, is. What do you say, Matt? We'll take a break? We'll take a quick break, and then I think we're going to have snow de- Snow's Designs on, right? Yes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So that's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this little ditty. Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CalRC. Maintenance King. Okay, we're back again. After another little break. But this time, we're on the phone with Gary from Snow's Designs. 
And I know for a lot um, of you guys out there thinking Snow's Designs, why does that sound so familiar? Well, there was an article a few months back um, on LiveRC.com letting everybody know that Snow's Design um, bought all the molds and everything to make for the wind bodies. So Actually, there's been a few bolts on LiveRC because I, I think they just uh, sponsored a new driver too, if yeah, I'm yeah. correct. That was the most recent. Yes. So how's it going, Gary? I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good over here. Just uh, I'm actually still at the shop. I'm cleaning my airbrushes and uh, things. So yeah, but now it's going good. Uh, I'm so I'm so glad there's guys like you that know how to paint and have the patience for that. I'd love to get an airbrush just to do my own stuff, but then I look at oh, then I got to clean it. Then I got to make sure I, it's like okay, forget it. I'm just <laughs> no, it's not happening. It's not happening. There is a lot to it. I could I could imagine, especially seeing some of the like even Mike he's got he's had some custom bodies done and it's just like I'm so jealous of them. But then you know when he reminds me of what the cost was for them, I'm like, yeah, I'm good with my rattle can jobs. Like, never mind, never mind the fact that when you get a scratch on it, there's a tear that runs down your face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just uh, Gary, kind of just uh, fill us in on uh, who you guys are and what you do and and all that jazz. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, basically what happened was, is I mean, I was, I've been a painter for, for you know, mostly local guys for the past few years here around the Dallas area. And then just one night, the, the whole Ford Windmill just kind of fell in my lap. And I drove down to, uh, with, with some money in my pocket, and made him an offer and came back with all the equipment. And I got everything but the name. Wow. And so now I'm in the body business. <laughs> that easy, eh? Yeah, I mean, it really, it really happened just like that. I mean, I went down there, came back and everything, set it up in the front uh, of a shop that I got, and uh, I went from being a full-time diesel mechanic now to being a full-time painter and body manufacturer. So, wow. so how much have you learned in the last like little bit since you've had the molds and everything like that? Of, oh, I had, I have learned a ton. I mean, I did not realize what all went into making an an actual RC car body. I thought it was just you know put some plastic on the machine, you know, pull a vacuum on it, and you're done. I mean, there's just so much more to it than that. I mean, I'm still in touch with the the owners, the previous owners for the women, because they walk me through things all the time, just because I have tons of questions. But I mean, I've learned anything from having to pre-dry the plastic before you can mold it to actually now I'm working on making new molds for the ET48, the Techno ET48. Right. And that whole process is completely new to me. I mean, in order to actually get it from a concept to production, has been a chore. <laughs> wow. And I can't imagine working with uh, that Lexan is easy. It's not. Lexan is the most unforgiving plastic to work with because there is no, you make a mistake, it's done. you got to throw it away. Oh, I've learned that. Next. <laughs> By uh, yeah, trying to. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of other plastics like the like the PVCs, things like that, you can actually reheat it and it will straighten back out. But mm -hmm. Lexan, once it's gone too far, it's too far. I, I learned that trying to paint a body and speeding up the process, and I was using a little heater. <laughs> and uh, let's just say uh, the Lexan uh, lost and the heater won. Right, yeah. I've done that before with a heat gun. Yeah, and it's just, it, and you're right. Like, you're like, oh, it's plastic. It'll just go back. It'll just, no, it didn't. And you're like, that'll go it in the garbage. <laughs> I mean, and, and when I first got the machines here and got them set up and running, I, I had a mountain split, heat it, and things like that. I mean, it was just, it, it's a, it's a, there's a technique to it, you know? Right, right, right. The, the very first bodies I started producing were actually too thin because I was letting the plastic get too hot. 
Okay. And so, and so I mean, it just it just takes some time to get the feel for it to get it where you get the exact same thing every time. Right. Know? Yeah, consistency I'm sure is the key, and it's just finding yeah. what 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 amount of time and like I said, heat, eh? Yeah, it's just practice, practice, practice. Wow. Right. And on. once you go, because I really hit my stride whenever I, I got an order in from um, Coast Coast RC in Australia, and then another uh, person in. Uh, Argentina, and it was about 200 bodies I needed to make at once. Oh and doing goodness. all of those got me through the repetition, and it just so that's when it started clicking with me, you know. Yeah, yeah, just doing it over and over and over again, and then it just you get into the groove, right? And yeah, yeah, but you just get into a groove and start figuring them out. Yeah, it's kind of like because those... when the when they first told me that they could do 80 to 100 bodies a day, and I was trying, I was like, no way, <laughs> no way. Yeah, uh, it's like the guys that you know do pottery, right? Like it's just like, man, you ever try that stuff? Uh, fail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look like no pot, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of, you know, speaking of fire, that's kind of like making a new mold. You're you're kind of working in the same kind of medium. You're having to, not having to sculpt things and shape them. It's just completely different. Wow. Yeah, so just a huge learning curve from work. You know, you said you were a diesel mechanic? Yes, I was. Yeah. So it's completely you still are, but <laughs> there's a swing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I bet you that stuff doesn't like greasy hands either. I know that. And I mean, I mean you, everything has to be so clean. I mean, like the the actual molding machines, actually, it's in a room inside a room because any specks of dust that get on the mold or the plastic, it shows up in the plastic. Yeah, yeah, and the product, eh? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, and and believe it or not, I mean, the guys the guys over it for the win when they were doing this, I mean, their their quality control and with and their attention to detail was just top notch, and I'm trying to maintain that. So always a challenge. So and so, you're kind of just always working on making new bodies. Then that's kind of something that you're gonna try to keep up with uh, as new. Uh, oh, sure. RCs yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I'm mainly listening to the messages. I mean, because everybody is wanting a body for the ET48, so I figured that would be the first logical one to come out with. Right. And I'm probably a week and a half, maybe two weeks away from releasing that body. That's exciting. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, uh, we've, we've seen. I've guess, seen some of the little sneaky pictures you put out there, and it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do that just to let people know the progress is being made and just kind of keep everybody interested, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys have been making a big push on Facebook there, right? Eh? Getting everybody kind of aware of who you guys are and everything like that. Yes, yes. Because I mean, obviously, I have to shake the association with Porter Win and become my own brand. Right, know? right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and so so that's something I'm. I mean, right now it's okay because that way people know what it is. But I mean, eventually, you know, I got to get out from under that. You know, kind of be my own brand. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're we're here to try and help you do that. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's just I mean, once we we're making a big push on Facebook, we're kind of signing you know a few drivers just to get our stuff out there, you know, and that way people can see them at the tracks. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was saying there uh, was you know we're here to help you with that and and get uh, your brand out there and make everybody aware of it and oh sure you know share it along. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I mean, the dark industry, it's a, everybody plays on the same playground. It's pretty small, so everybody knows everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's this. This is the, the RC industry has one of these very unique things that I find that you really don't want to burn a bridge because it's very well the only bridge that exists. <laughs> right, right, and that's a, you know, I was I was talking to my brother about that the other day, and I, I said I said that is one thing that cannot happen in this. Business. I said you get one upset person. I said, he can destroy you and put you out of business because you didn't do what you needed to do. I said, all it takes is one person to spread a bad reputation and it's done, you know. Yeah, That's what I really try to take care of everybody the best I can. Right on. 
So I was talking uh, with you guys uh, through Facebook and mm-hmm. the mention of doing a possible uh, giveaway of a body through the podcast came up. And oh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm okay with that. We can do that. Yeah, and basically what uh, what I think would be a cool way of doing it is is uh, having, uh, you know, a key phrase maybe or something that you uh, you would like to say, a math question. I don't care what it is. And then we'll uh, get it posted up, uh, you know, that people got to listen to the podcast and then, you know, email us that answer or, you know, the result to that. And uh, then we'll make a draw out of that for uh, somebody that listens to our podcast to uh, get hooked up with you guys. All right. Yeah, we can do that. You know, so I think that'd be a real cool idea. What do you think, Matt? Oh, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll just share the. You know, everything, every last breath we have out of that podcast and get people listening to it. For sure. It, it's kind of funny because doing what we do now, and now we're kind of getting on this edge of, you know, we're part of giving away stuff. You know, uh-huh. I remember when I used to be, oh, I got to enter in that to, to win something. I got to enter in that to win something. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, never mind winning it. I only get to give it away. Right. This is, yeah, yeah it's, it's a blast. I love it. But, yeah. And I mean, uh, and and I actually have tried to give away a lot of bodies and stuff just to get them out there. You know, I've done a lot of that. Yeah. So, and, and I think it's just part of it. You know, you got to get the stuff out there. Well, and I and I've seen some criticism on you uh, on on you guys uh, on Facebook with that kind of stuff. And and you explained it like whoever was running the Facebook that day explained it just that way. It's like no, we've we've got to get our name out there. We've we've got to make people know that this brand is here. And we want to do something, and I, yeah. I. Well, and as you said, but it's his brand too, right? Well, but that's it, and you know what? It also it is. It's people that are jealous that they're not the people getting the deal. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. that's really what it is at the end of the day. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, because I mean, I have, I mean, I've had guys pop up looking for a body that, especially when I first, when For the Wind first closed down, and I went and picked it up, and I wasn't quite in production yet. Somebody would tell me like, "Oh, that sucks that this body's gone. I need another one." And then I would just pop up and uh, you know shoot a message on Facebook and be like, "Hey, man, I'll send you one." You know, and I was learning how to make them, so I just sent them for free. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that wasn't too bad of a deal. It's like, here, I sent you two because it might be a little thin. Just double them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the guys, one of the guys, he he told everybody about me. His name is Richard. Uh, I can't I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not even gonna try. But he lives down in Colleen, Texas. He he got one of my earlier bodies and it was thin. And then I said, if it breaks, I said, let me know. I'll send you another one. I sent him another one as soon as it cracked at the bottom. And uh, he has spread the word like wildfire about me. I mean, he sold more bodies than I think for myself than I have. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's what you want. Well, hopefully, we can do that for you too. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've seen your your artwork as far as your your airbrushing and oh, your, your yeah the Oof. painting ability is just unreal. I don't know how any of these guys do it. I swear to God, I don't have an artistic bone in my body. I really don't. Oh. Well, I, should, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not going to claim that I'm the greatest painter out there, but I, I mean, I, I can pretty much lay down whatever you want. Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever you ask for, for the most part, well, I mean, and, within reason, of course. And it se- it seems to me like the the whole custom body thing is really starting to get ramped up too. Like, you know, before people were doing their thing and 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 they were doing it themselves, and then all of a sudden it's like poof, everybody's got these like professionally painted bodies, and it's like holy cow, wow. Well, I think I think the the ability for people to to reach out to somebody like, you know, Snow's Designs or, you know, any other place that, that does it and have kind of what they want done, yeah. created. And, yeah. and and now it's a lot more affordable, I'm sure, you know, 
only a few years ago there was only a handful of people doing it, and I bet yeah. you the waiting lists were outrageous and, and everything well, else. Right. So. I mean, the waiting list, I mean, uh, you know, most of the painters, the fellow painters I talk to, we're, we all stay relatively about the same amount backed up in it because uh, I typically run about three weeks out on paint. Wow. No, and um, it only makes sense. And I used to not, used to not be that far out, but with the balancing of manufacturing the bodies and painting, because I do both, I have to kind of alternate, so it pushes me a little further out on painting. Right. <laughs> well, you might have to look at hiring somebody, sir. Yeah, someday or whenever, <laughs> whenever I can afford to pay them. I still got a lot of money to make back that I've spent on this. Oh, I bet I couldn't imagine. Uh, one day you'll get there. You know, you're gonna put your feet up and all drink right, uh, margaritas. I'm not, I'm not sweating at all. That's good. It sounds like you're really enjoying it, and that that's what really matters, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something I'm passionate about, and you know, I want to stick with it and just keep doing it. You know, I mean, I mean, I got into the hobby originally, of course, just like everybody else, to drive toy cars and race. Right. I mean, I never once, you know, four years ago, thought, hey, I'm gonna buy a body company. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, never... yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, it never crossed my mind until the the day I was sitting in my chair and I read the story for when it was closing and I was cutting some bodies out for paint. And I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense. I'm a painter. I deal with bodies all the time. Let's see what happens. And then the deal just kind of fell in my lap. And here we are. Well, it was awesome. For, as, as Like, I've never ran, like, a, an FTW body. Um, you know, I think actually in one of our earlier podcasts, we had a whole conversation about what does FTW stand for? Because, you know, of course, everybody's mind kind of goes to the gutter right away with FTW. But right, right. then, of course, Mike, with his wonderful skills of Google, goes, it's for the win. I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. That's a good one. And and <laughs> I, I know a few guys that have had FTW bodies, um, and, they, and they've and they loved them. So it's, it's kind of, you know, when I seen the article about them closing up doors, it's like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. Because, you know, I'd looked at their bodies, and they had some unique... Um, Characteristics for the, a lot of their bodies. Well, wasn't it one of the B, the B five? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, some of the some of the designs. I mean, uh, some of their designs that I personally. I mean, they're out there, you know, designing. I mean, they're they're, you know, pretty radical, you know, compared to what everybody's used to. Well, because I think they have a body for the B five M that's actually got like a you can put a, a scoop, scoop on it on to it. bring air in yeah. down the motor. Yeah, that and that was cool. That's, that's what caught my attention when the B five was coming out, and I was like, oh man, check this out. This is sweet. And, and and you know that that's one of my favorite bodies that we have. I mean, because it, it just it looks good with or without the scoop on it. I think I'm gonna have to get one. Well, and, but like I said, once I seen that that they were closing, and then uh, it was not very much soon thereafter. You know, oh, Snow's Design just purchased all the molds and everything to make the uh, the for the wind bodies, and it's like, well, that's cool. You know, somebody stepped up and wants to see it stay in the industry and, and it's going to put the effort forward. And, and, you know, my hat's off to you, Gary, for wanting to do it because I'll tell you what, like I, I, yeah, that would just be, I just, Mike knows me well enough. Stuff like that, that I have no idea about is just, yeah, no, oh, yeah, way he, too nerve wracking. He doesn't go there. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it was a pretty scary leap for me. I mean, cause it was, it was a big investment to buy everything from him. And, and I had absolutely no idea how to make a body. I mean, I spent an entire day with Josh from for the wind, just learning how to operate the machines and the process and stuff like that. And then he just sent me with a pile of eggs and he said, go practice. <laughs> huh. That's wild. Go practice until you break something. So do you get the Lexan in like a sheet? Yeah, it comes in four by eight sheets. 
Holy crap. And then uh, you, you, uh, it comes in four by eight sheets. You cut it down into your production blanks. And it depends on what you're making. Like uh, like if I'm making the short course bodies or the chuggy bodies, you cut it down into 24 by 32 sheets. And right. then uh, you got to put the plastic in the dryer for four hours. And then you can put it on the machine and actually we make it. Wow. And obviously you're trying to do it with the least amount of waste, so that way there you know you get the most out of every sheet and yeah. Yeah, and then that, that is a a lot. That is probably one of the reasons I purchased was willing to purchase the stuff before the wind because, I mean, they pretty much have already done all the research and work. Right. They 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 knew how to cut the sheets down to get the optimal amount, you know. So I mean, a lot of the work was already done for me. Right. Know? I mean, basically, I just had to learn how to do it. So with your painting, um, you guys, uh, you have set prices uh, per body kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my my painting is pretty straightforward. I mean, it's any scheme you want. And then it's uh, for uh, short course trucks, 60 bucks. For uh, eight scale, you know, buggy, truggy, 50. And then your 10 scale buggies, uh, I do 40 on those. Right on. That's all reasonable. Reasonably priced. And then my sedans, I'm, I'm 40. You know, on your 10 scale sedans. And then when you get up to the A scale on road, if it's one of those like uh, GT8s, you know, the big crazy, they kind of look like the giant 12 scale bodies. Yep. Yeah, those between 80 to 130 bucks. Hmm. Because they're just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they're just that difficult to paint, are they? Yeah, yeah they're just ridiculous to paint. <laughs> but I mean, and, and, and believe it or not, those guys, the on road guys, they're they're not like the, the off road crowd. On road guys, they actually worried about how much weight the paint has to it, so it just takes so much longer, you know. <laughs> that, yeah, that's you know the, it's funny he says that because our buddy Jim has that same concept. Oh, can't put in light mist of paint saves weight. It's like come on, dude. Like, no, these guys will weigh the body when they get it back for me. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody reach back out to you and say it's too heavy? No, no, I have not yet. So far, I've been able to hit the mark. You know, <laughs> some of the problems that, you know, one of the biggest problems I have with the, the on-road A-scale bodies is they're so thin that sometimes I will score them too deep when I'm cutting the design and I'll have to repaint one for somebody. Oh, um, yeah. Been there, so done that, that, that painting my own. That does happen from time to time. See, I kind of have this theory going forward. Just one solid color because the reality is, is the thing's going to crash. The paint's going to come <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, I like the bodies I've had done. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of cruising today, and I saw that you guys can, can, you know, follow suit with whatever you have. And I was like, oh, that'd be perfect, yeah. you know. So we'll have right. to we'll have to talk about that. Sure. Because I got some, sure. you know, and I don't even care uh, what kind of bodies they are. Yeah, so, I'm not. So you'll, will, you, will you paint bodies that you don't produce, or, or is it only? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. I've got a pile of J-Contest Proline, you know, some some pharma bodies you know that people sent in right on. yeah I, I mean i was a painter first before i owned a body company and i've always painted different brands so right, you know, right. i have no problem doing that I, I mean i actually had one customer because hey hey gary i need you to paint a body for me but i don't want i don't want to send you would it offend you if you painted a, a lfr body for me for my uh eb48 and also paint one of yours for me and i was like no i don't have a problem with that send it in you know but he was worried that it would upset me you know yeah. Oh, yeah. For you, it's it's a, either way. It's a win, right? No, I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, I, I just think you know, everybody. We're all doing this whole you know hobby together. So, you no, know, I mean, somebody wants something painted, I'm going to paint it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a win for me because I still make a dollar off of it. 
Yep. No, exactly. So, and his, but the, the funny thing is, the reason why he wanted one of mine and one of the LFR bodies because he feels that the that my body is better on smaller uh, indoor tracks and the LFR body is better on big, more open tracks. Well, and it, it's kind of funny you mention that because I've ha- I've had some conversations over the last few weeks with uh, Carson Warnemont, um, and, and you know his his big thing, him and his dad did a lot of work on a body that he ran at the Mugen, on his Mugen when he was in Italy for the Worlds, which he came third. Um, and like he said, he put they, they, they spent weeks upon weeks adding, you know, this piece of Lexan here, that piece of Lexan there, till they got to the point where they were ready to, you know, ma- do the reverse mold process and actually pull a body off of it. And, and it's just, you know, like he said, he's like, you know, you really want to see some drastic differences in your car, go out there, buy one of each body that, that – that's out there for it and spend a day at the track and put them on and see, he's like, you will be surprised at what a body can do to a vehicle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the aerodynamics make a huge difference. I mean, a huge difference. Hmm. And uh, because like uh, the biggest thing I can get with our short course body that would make the Diamondback is everybody loves that body because of the way it jumps. It doesn't parachute as bad as the rest of them. Hmm. Good old and it, and it, it's, got, it's got a real low roof line compared to most of the other ones. You know, it's got a higher hood compared to the roof. Hmm. Hmm. And I mean, it, I mean, it's it's a little different. And but everybody, the people that run that body love that body. Yeah. So so if somebody's interested in getting one of those bodies, do they just reach out to you or they can uh, they can reach out to me? But we just uh, we have a couple of uh, dealers. We have uh, fiercearsolutions.com uh, and then tqhobbies.com that we just picked up as uh, our, our kind of primary dealers for now. Okay. Yeah. Or, so or, or on Facebook? Or? or reach out to me directly. Uh, do what, sir? Uh, I said they can get you on Facebook as well. Eh? You got the uh, your page. Yeah, yeah, they can hit me on Facebook. We have a, I have a website in the process, but with the with the rebranding and everything, before I can actually make the website go live, I have to have a, each one of the bodies I manufacture painted for snow designs because I can't just throw it on my stuff with for the wind stuff on it, you know? Yeah, right. yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and so that's taking some time because, I mean, customers come first, so when, when I'm doing it for myself, it's taking me a lot longer. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right and, on. Um, I mean, and things like that. And then also just learning the, you know, just because I've never done a website either. I mean, it's new to me. And doing it just for people going there and clicking buy and things like that is just new to me. So, But it's it's there. It's uh, Snow's Design, snowdesignsrc.com. It's there, but it just says under construction at the moment because it's right not on. quite ready to go live yet. Well, but at least you got the Mike and I know that story about trying to get a hold of URL. Sometimes, at least, <laughs> you, at least you got. The... Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. What was? So uh... have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was yeah, going to ask. I mean, that, that was the first thing I wanted to do was make sure I had the URL secured. Yeah, yeah. Good old domain names. Just don't forget to renew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Been there. I bought it for two years, so hopefully I won't forget. <laughs> yeah. Could it you sends know. you an email. You just got to read your email. <laughs> so when uh, here here's a question, and maybe we'll we'll use this question uh, to do the body giveaway. Sure. Uh, so what was kind of? Do you kind of remember what the your official day was when you started uh, Snow Designs? Like, what's your anniversary date? Oh, the official. I would say the official start date was the day that I mean, you you met him or you talked to him on Facebook, Robert Green. I know he didn't want it to be mentioned, but the day day he approached me to paint for him, 
was the day that Snow's Designs officially started because I was joking around and said, hey, dude, I want to do this full time. He goes, okay, I'll make it happen. You, did you remember the date or that, that's just the... It, it, was, it, was, it was like, it was December and I want to say it was like the 12th. Okay. It was right before the, the Christmas holiday. Do, do you remember the year? It was uh, a year ago. So we'll say, Dece- it, 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 you said it December 12th? It was 14. It was December uh, December 12th, uh, 2014. There you go. So there's our answer for a free for a free body from Snow's Designs. Did you write that down? Uh, no, you can just listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I mean I had been painting for about a year or so before that, but it was just Adam, you know, it was just for the local guys. People come up and ask me. It was nothing like it is now. Yeah. Know? Yeah, no. December 12th was kind of the the turning point uh, to where you are now today, you know. Almost. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it truly was. I mean, it was the turning point to go from doing it in my garage for an excuse, hanging out in the garage and drink a couple of beers, to doing it for a living. Nice, <laughs> nice. We're drinking beers as we do this podcast, so. Well, I am. Yours is still closed. Yeah, I don't want to open it with the mics on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did mine underneath the table. <laughs> so yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, we'll use that, Matt, and uh, we'll get that out there. Maybe we'll uh, give it like a two-week <laughs> run. Yeah, we'll sure. just we'll we'll I'll, I'll get the I'll get it posted Monday. Um, either I'll do it right before I go to work or right after I get home from work, and then um, and then yeah, we'll let it run two weeks from from that Monday. Yeah, and then we'll get a winner and we'll do it on another podcast, the giveaway, yeah. and we'll yeah. get uh, Gary back on the line for sure. And maybe sure. Sure. yeah, and they can uh, and like I said, we can just do it a body of their choice, you know. So they get whatever they need, not just some random body that they don't need. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. Li- I like that idea because yeah. we we all know what that's like being in the RC world. Sometimes <laughs> you need a body for a specific car. Like hey, for look, me, I want this body for a for a fifth scale, and I don't even own one. I ha- I had a <laughs> yeah, little bit of a great spill and lost my my short course body that I was running. I actually had to thank God I didn't throw that one out, dude. Yeah, no kidding. Shugu is your yeah. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Use a lot of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> But awesome, awesome, Gary. We definitely, uh, we definitely want to thank you for coming on with us, and we we really do appreciate it. And uh, you know, anytime you got anything you want to, you know, chat about or anything like that, uh, feel free to reach out to to Mike or myself, and we'll absolutely have you on, and and we can chat about it. And like I said, we'll we'll get this whole contest thing together. And thank you very much for for doing that for us. You know, it means a lot for us as just what we are, the the small podcast that we do. Um, to have you know manufacturers such as yourself to to kind of get behind us and and we really appreciate it more than you know. Oh yeah, sure. No, you guys are very welcome. I mean, thank you for having me on because I mean, I need just like you guys. I mean, I need all the help I can get to get the word out. You know. Well, definitely. Hey, Likewise. Maybe, maybe we'll even put a small little commercial together for you or something like that, and we pop in in between our sure. breaks. Help yeah, you sure. out. Yeah, sure. I mean, that would be awesome too. I mean, uh, like I said, uh, you guys are welcome. Thank you, and uh, I enjoyed talking to you. And kind of telling everybody kind of what I'm doing, and don't forget that the the ET48 body will be coming out really soon. Looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. Maybe we'll uh, see when. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what. Once you have that body ready, you said it's about two weeks, right? Mm Mm-hmm. About two weeks. So that'll line that'll line up perfectly with our little giveaway. Yeah. And on that podcast, we'll coordinate it with you, and we will talk to our friend Brandon Rohde at Live RC. And maybe we can get the podcast and the launch of that body all coordinated with a news release. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That, that would actually be great because, I mean, 
I have a lot of people excited about this body waiting on it to get hit hit the hit the shelves. Yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, stay in touch with us, and we'll do a podcast again, just a short thing about the launch of that. And uh, I'm sure Live RC will work with us. Absolutely, they've always That's been good. good to us. And we'll give away a body. Perfect. Win, win, win. Yes, that'd be great. I was gonna be a smartass and say for the win, but <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Snow's designs yeah. now, Matt. Snow's design, design. got to come up with something <laughs> else to put after it. Hmm. Some kind of some kind of catchy slogan. Do what? He said some kind of catchy slogan to go with snow design. Yeah. Well, we'll come up with I've something. Been, and I've been thinking about that recently too. I've been uh, on the drive home or the drive to the shop or something like that. I'm thinking, what can I put on my banners? Because uh, <laughs> you know, I've been you know, I want to get some banners at the local tracks and stuff. And I've been trying to think of something to put. Like a slogan, eh? Yeah, something to put there because, I mean, I think it needs to be a little more than just Snow's Design, you know. Snow Design, the fastest bodies in RC. No, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Look at Mike go. It's all yours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no TM or copyright on the nope. end of that yet. <laughs> free ideas, free ideas. We're full of them. Free ideas. Some good, some bad, some indifferent. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Gary, again, thank you very much for coming on the MBM podcast. And actually, right before we let you go, we'll have you give us, uh, we ask all of our guests to kind of do this for us. Just give us, you know, hi, I'm Gary from Snow's Design. You're listening to the MBM podcast, and I'm going to cut it out and stick it into a big party mashup that I've got to add even more to. Are you, hello? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, did you? So, yeah, if you can just give us, uh, you know, I'm Gary from Snow's Design. You're listening to the MBM podcast, and uh, we'll cut it out later, and we'll stick it into one of our little bumpers. Okay, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Gary from Snow's Designs. You listen to the NBM podcast. Look at that. Perfect. Awesome. Simple and easy. Well, Gary, again, thank you very much for coming on the NBM podcast, man. Good good luck on everything coming up in the near future. And, of course, we're going to get right behind you, and, uh, you know, we'll start sharing your page as much as we can and, and everything like that. Okay, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, Take Gary. care. Ciao. Bye right now. Well, there we go. We're two in, and... I think that kind of covers everything for this podcast, doesn't it, Mike? Really? Do we got much else? Uh, I think you got whatever you want to talk about sitting beside you, but we can save it for later. Yeah, we can do that another one. I just got mm. a new motor. Well, I got a motor there sent for me for to me from uh, uh, Mike over at yeah, Evil Empire Racing to test out for him. So I'm looking forward to that. And got we're gonna new. get him on here too, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have him on in the very near future. And he's nervous. Is he? Yeah, I was talking to him Are a little bit. He's all nervous. <laughs> I don't, I don't, he doesn't have anything to be nervous about. Nah. I've seen some of his stuff and I think it's pretty impressive and it's going to shock yeah. a lot of people how good it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that on May, on the, on the next one. I think we're, we're doing pretty good here. Look at this two weeks in a row. Look yeah. out. Here we go. So, um, yeah, again, you know, definitely thanks to everybody that listens, you know, the listeners and, uh, is that all you got, Mike? You got anything else over yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's about it that I can think of off the top of my head. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that's. I guess that's gonna. We'll call this a wrap then for the MBM podcast yeah. for this episode. Till next time. Stay tuned, and we'll have more for you in the very near future. And I'm trying to waste time as I get ready to play the. <laughs> <laughs> I can thank our uh, some of our friends, MKS Servos, SMC Racing. Uh, who else I got here? Dutch Oven. I love his shirts. Dutch Oven Designs. Live RC. You've heard us talk a lot about. We love those guys. I think they yeah. love us at this point. <laughs> 
Foam Tires, Gone Banana Racing, racing Skins. skins. Check yeah. him out. And Cow RC, the RC Maintenance King. Yeah, Keith. Thank Keith. you very much. Oh, you're the man. All right, folks. Have a good one. We'll see you in the next episode. Or actually talk to you in the next episode. We don't see anybody. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye.